Hello, beautiful people. It is Wednesday, August 17th, 2022, and we are live at Colts Lions Joint Practice. Here we go, out of baby. Here we go, out of baby. Obviously, not getting involved in that was our guest for the day for the entire show, sitting at the toxic table at Darius J. Butler. Yeah, uh, obviously, at Boston Connor, at Ty Schmidt is here. We'll be packed with guests. I believe the boss man, Jim Ursay, will be stopping by at some point in the hey, next three yeah. hours. MCDC, Ooh. Motor City, Dan Campbell, fresh off a Hard Knocks episode, debuting on HBO last night and the middle of their first joint practice of the season in which they will be scrimmaging. Whoa, okay. whoa. These boys are tackling through the grind today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be here for all of it. MCDC will be here. Matt Ryan will be here. Yannick Ngakwe will be here. I believe Pac-Man Jones is going to be walking what? around okay. somewhere. Okay. The number of cameos could get alarming. And we are very excited to be here, very pumped to be here, very happy that I don't have to participate in any of the periods. I'm sure Darius feels the exact same way, Debo. Absolutely. Yeah, this is not something that we're uh, eager to get back onto the field, but the boys are. Speaking of on the field, we will have a full-time on-field reporter with us today. Because not only are we just set up in this tent that the Colts put together, and we appreciate the hell out of the Colts for doing this, inviting us up here. They have been way too nice. Now, I did buy a suite from them this sure. season. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of money. So, I mean, it is quite a give and take. But it is an honor to be here. We have two camera people that will be showing the clips. There will be Harlan, who will be down in the middle of the field, getting the far side of the field here. With the scrimmage, we don't know what periods will be where. And then near us, right behind us, actually, there's a man named fucking Randy that will be manning a camera in the purse right here this is randy and a man who have a microphone they'll be telling us what's going on in the field a little bit closer will be our live training camp reporter one half of the hammer dad cowboys Tone Diggs. Tone, what's going on out there at practice? How do you feel, pal? Pat, thank you for coming to me. Thank you for that great introduction. I'm here walking around Colts training camp 12 to where there is a buzz in the air. Behind me, the quarterbacks are doing a little ball security. They're doing a little rollout. Ooh. Tell you what, the grass is impeccable. MCDC looked impeccable. This is just a beautiful day. The Colts fans are having a great time out here. Right, We've got some calisthenics going on. Wow. That's Tone Diggs reporting for PMS. Hey, thank hey. you, Tone. Hey, Honestly, Tone, hey. there's Tone right there, by the way. He is. He's <laughs> <laughs> across the road. Uh, Tone will be reporting live from the field, maybe get a little closer, uh, as Randy has a nice close-up shot of Matt Ryan walking around right Ooh. now. Matt Ryan has that brace on his left knee, but he has a presence, doesn't he? Deep, but I don't know uh, if you had met Matt Ryan before he became a Colt. You yeah. got a chance to chat with him before practice at all? Did you get a chance yep. to see him? Yep, walked through the building, got a chance to talk to him a little bit. Love that guy. Yeah. I actually enjoy that guy. I rode a golf cart over here from the building, which had air conditioning to this tent, which is ah. Uh, 120? Yeah, yeah 120, just about. It's a little hot. I mean, D, but obviously wearing a hoodie and sweats. I don't know what the fuck it's is beautiful. wrong with this guy. It's like 68 degrees out here. Beautiful. Team mm. feels different, though, with Matt Ryan. Don't you think, Darius? Different vibe. You know, he's a leader. You know, Navy SEAL, a lot of Peyton Manning comparisons. Um, definitely feels different. Has that presence about him. That's what you need at the quarterback position. I think so. And you chat with everybody around the building, Connor, and I respect the fact that you came in in a Patriots hat. Had to. The disrespect. And a Patriots t-shirt. Yeah, Bill Belichick, come on. 
you have to respect both the hat because of the fact that it's New England. You got to respect the greatest coach of all time. And I think the culture kind of takes some pride that the only team that New England fans could hate for 20 plus years were the Indianapolis Colts oh, in the so AFC. You're saying everybody hated the Patriots, but only Patriots fans hated one thing. Exactly. Good and that's because of Peyton Manning. That's because of, you know, Jim Irsay. So you wore that franchise. hat and shirt as a compliment. As an absolute respect. Got nothing but respect for the Colts. I absolutely hate them, but I respect them. It was not taken that way. And if we show uh, this Matt Ryan drill that's happening right now. He's, well, well, never mind. I mean, someone, yes. that guy Tony. just separating away. <laughs> Tony, get control of your sights. That's Nick Foles, obviously. Nick Foles Excuse me, guys. the equipment. <laughs> Jesus. Todd, Todd, what's going on in the field, dude? But if you look at the drill that's happening right now, they're throwing the equipment managers. Black dude in the back with the sleeveless uh, on the other side. You see him? Yeah, oh, yeah. Head right there? Head, yeah. Uh-huh. That's T. T has been an Indianapolis Colts staple for like 20 years. Dude is an absolute stud. Has caught footballs, not only from every Colts quarterback that's ever been here, but every combine quarterback as well, because the Colts equipment managers handle this. They chatted about you wearing that hat. Oh, is that right? There was not a lot of upside on you wearing the Patriots stuff to this particular. I got a bunch of gifts because of it. Got a brand new hat. They said to combat that asshole from New England. Sure. I got mm-hmm. brand new shoes. They gave me brand new shoes. One on one. Okay. Booty shoes. Sweet. All right. Booty shoes. They, yeah. gave, they gave me a fucking quarter zip. So I and got, that's hey, here I gotta, we go. I gotta have some conversation. I want those. Well, yeah, quarter zip fucking stinks. Just to throw that out there. But <laughs> no. I mean, you're welcome. I mean, without the hat, who knows? Do you get a straw hat? Do you get the one of ones? Correct. If you're not watching right now, uh, it's probably going to be a little difficult to keep up with us because it is kind of squirrel uh, type situation because we don't know what the periods are. We don't know what the drills are. We do know that this Indianapolis Colts team and these Detroit Lions are trying to make their presence felt. Uh-huh. This Lions team obviously stunk forever. Yeah. Okay, No offense. They can hear us. There's Lions media literally on the other side of that tent right well, there. Mm-hmm. No offense. Literally, it's they, true. They know. They, they know. Yeah. They understand. And that's why MCDC was brought in to change the environment, change the culture. Hard Knocks is here. There's like literally a fleet of 10 NFL Films folks oh, yeah. running around in NFL Films uniforms. Mm-hmm. Yep. Capturing everything, 500 hours of footage they say every single week. They get and they got to cut it down for hard knocks. But watching that hard knocks episode, I think you uh, can get a good grasp of how the team feels about it. They're all in. I don't know if you saw hard knocks last night, D. But your thoughts on former players coaching? Yeah. Like Shep, one of our former teammates, he came up to me and said, "You on a heater right now, like a big time." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, Shep, we are. But he's coaching his ass off too. I like seeing these players coach. I think they understand what the scrimmage is supposed to be like more because they've been there, they've done yeah. that. Do you like the? Vibe that they're setting up. To I mean, you I love it, and I'm loving that we're getting the behind the scenes look at it, and I'm rooting for them, really for that reason. You know, got a ton of players: Antoine Randall, Duke Staley, AG, like up and down the uh, the culture roster. So I'm rooting for them to succeed. I think it's a successful season. It's about a good seven, eight wins for them this year, and then we move on from there. What's over under five and a half? I believe it's five and a half. It might maybe. Tone, tone. I'll take that over. Tone, what's the over under for the uh, Detroit Lions this season? Do you have it off the top of your head as you're reporting from the field? I believe it's six and a half. Oh, might have moved. Six and a half. Is he cutting or is it my ear cutting? No, No, he's he's cutting. Tone, you can't have your body be in the way of the microphone. I think the mic has to be facing like this. I don't know, Randy. Can we cut to Randy? Randy's filming the. uh, Randy's got the quarterbacks. Oh, okay. I'm, well, saying it, like this is tough for us if we can't see you, Tony. You know? oh, Tony, Tony, Tony is cutting out. Tony, okay. <laughs> is that just us or is that going out is cutting out as well? It's cutting out for me and Ty. Yeah. I think that's yeah, everybody. cutting you out yeah, as well? Me too, yeah. Uh, six and a half, though. You're like the over six and a half or you like the under? That's close. But uh, I'll, you know what? I'll take the over. 
you like this Lions team. Do you, have you watched Hard Knocks? Yeah, I've watched Hard Knocks. Uh, I mean, it can honestly just be NCDC for an hour straight. Just Should talking. <laughs> well, we wish. Should All right, let's dive into it. Last like, night's Hard Knocks episode. Like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And this guy's out of the gate strong. This guy's here right now. Yeah, episode one, maybe the greatest episode in the history of Hard Knocks. Yeah, fantastic. Now we are obviously people that say everything is the greatest of all time if it happened now because we have to overreact in the microphones every single day. Part of the game. And we live and die with literally every piece of content that comes out, both from players, teams, and obviously NFL films. Mm-hmm. With that being said, first episode, unreal. Deuce Staley and AG yelling at each other the entire practice. Oh. Yeah, MC Deuce man, you know a lot of that, mm-hmm. a lot of the hype up, and they're doing up downs, forty of them. Yep. we're getting into. We had a rookie show that was going on, yeah. so they came out of the gate setting that bar and expectations very high last night not as much raw raw not as much uh mcdc a little bit more feature on david blau obviously yeah. remember david blau from thanksgiving games a couple years ago mm-hmm. he had to play in uh, lieu of matthew stafford you know i don't want to speak for everybody you sub out that david blau you put mcdc in there i think nfl films did back to back to back to back yeah. Hard Knock episodes. Love last night's episode, but I think we could have got more MCDC. No, yeah, you can speak for everybody. We <laughs> talked to them last week, and, and again, we understand it. It's a, a big part of Hard Knocks is kind of building these storylines around these guys who we maybe don't know as much, which is fine, but when you have an absolute superstar like MCDC, you need to inject him into our veins for you know <laughs> at least... 55 minutes of the full hour. I mean, we didn't get that many great parts. The best part was, I mean, Pat, you mentioned it on the show yesterday, was MCDC saying, you know, talking about the the, uh, the preseason game and saying, yeah. listen, man, the only thing that's going to fucking piss me <laughs> off is if you guys don't respect your teammates and if you're fucking jacking around. Outside of that, we're all good, man. Yeah, if we could have got more moments like that, I think we're talking same, you know, banger level as yeah. the first episode. And more Deuce Daily. More Deuce sure. Daily. Hey. I'm loving ex-players that are talking shit like we, their we players. We got a lot of Players on our staff too. Reggie, hold on. Mike Mitchell, Kato Re- June. Reggie's putting the fucking hands on guys right yeah. now. I don't know if we have the Ooh. camera on. If we can get there, Tone Diggs is making his way that way. Uh, it might be the other camera. It might be Harlan's camera. Not 100 sure. Hey, Tone, how's Reggie look out there? Uh, player coach, first time. OG in the building. Jeff Gorman just walked by in the back. Tone, how is uh, Reggie Wayne looking out there? Don't know if you can hear me. But Reggie and. They need to scrap that. Yeah. Reggie right there. So sorry about it, Tone. Yeah, Reggie Wayne getting his hands exactly. in the dirt here. Now, this is something I think this initiative is being pushed. And I think, and this is going to sound like a, you know, a, a wild take, maybe a little aggressive take. Okay. The Brian Flores not getting the Giants uh, head coaching role mm-hmm. after the Bill Belichick text. Yeah. And then the hiring process being evaluated. I think there was a lot of conversations around people with big football brains. They're like, well, how do we get uh, more black folks coaching? Yeah. It's like, well, we got to get ex-players. It's easy as that. The Lions, like, players know the game well. Players have been there. But it's not necessarily just something that every player can do. It feels like, like Reggie and these guys. Yeah. Shep was yelling at a motherfucker last night. Yeah. I told Shep that. I'm like, you're not like, this isn't like a brother-in-law type player or coach thing. Like, you're coaching your ass off right now. I love seeing it, D, but as a guy that wanted to get into coaching a little bit, yep. haven't made that decision yet. Maybe you will someday. It's a real fucking commitment. Like, Reggie's out there right now 
with pads on his arm. This guy's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> pads on his arms, waking up, sleeping in hotels. Like, it is a real commitment. And I'm very proud yeah. of these guys. It's a grind. And time-wise, it's probably more of a commitment even, even as a player. So it, it's tough on these guys, and it's a sacrifice. Obviously, you go from the top of the top as a player, and then you got to kind of go down to the bottom and earn your stripes um, as a coach. So uh, I'm liking the initiative. I think the more opportunities these players get, um, the more they'll rise and get prominent uh, positions. d but what the hell's going on right now? This is individual drill. What is everybody working on? <laughs> I mean, every, everybody has their different things uh, individually, so they're doing the bag drills, footwork, getting their knees up. Uh, this is uh, releases, obviously, with Reggie coming off the line. You want to get vertical here, right? Get stack. Up, give a little shake. Then you got to get vertical. Once you stack that DB, Ooh. shit, I don't know where you're going. You can go inside, you can go outside. I'm at your, uh, at your will. So um, this is what they're working on right now. And this is what Reggie did. Excellent, by the way. Probably one of the best ever his stem getting vertical and you never knew what was coming at the top of that route but look what he's doing this is just individual period he's got yeah. his hands yeah. on 10 different guys and he was in retirement in South Florida yep. riding his bike he's got a hell of a car collection yeah. hashtag finally living smoking yeah. cigars having yep. a time with Edge now he said you know what I'm going to get back in the game he's in training camp here in Indiana 100 degrees putting his hands on Jesus. things I love it I absolutely look, look, look what he's wearing see Sweats. On, that's, a, that's a Louisiana guy's long sleeve sweats. Come on, man. Yeah, it feels but beautiful. Former player man. training camp could be trying to get in the season weight, too. You know? mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I wore long sleeves and tights every day at training camp because, you know, off season put on maybe 17, 20, 35 pounds. <laughs> so you use training camp to get in shape. Bingo, yeah. yeah. Why not? It was nice. Nah, hell no. You can't do that. You pull a hammy in the first. Well, that's your position. Yeah, first. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Now, I, did, I wasn't so able to do this at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do this first couple years. But once you get to the point where it's like, all right, they're not going to. Can't. Can't fire me. I mean, if I hit, it, it, you're not gonna fire me in training camp. You fire me in not training camp, and the, you, the next guy comes in, it's terrible. Like you're kind of fucked. Now, yeah. if I don't do my job well, I'm two to three games away from being fired at all times at a punter. Right, two to three bad games in a yeah. row, mm-hmm. you're fired. But yeah, I'd come into camp. Something not every year. Yeah. I mean, you saw me yoked up a couple years. I came in great shape. But there's every once in a while, you I know. Saw Rigo early. He looked Rigo's great. Unbelievable. Luke, Luke. Look great. Probably the most ripped long snapper in the league What right they call now. him? Hercules, I think? I don't know. Here's Naeem Hines. I don't know if Randy's got a shot. I'm 21 right here, right in front of us. I asked him if he got a little smaller. I'm not 100% down. To the right, Randy. To the right. 21. Yep. To the right, Randy. To the right. A little more. To the right, Randy. A little more, Randy. To the right, Randy. Keep sliding, Randy. Bam! There, there he is. is right there. Tom Diggs is present. Uh, present. Uh, Presentation's fantastic. Can't talk. That's Naeem Hines right there. Now, he is one of the most explosive athletes on the earth. The guy did a round-off backflip in full pads after scoring mm-hmm. a touchdown in yep. the NFL game. They're saying this year, a lot of balls in the hand. Oh, yeah. He might catch 100 balls this year. Yes, Todd, Todd, your thoughts. Naeem Hines, one of the most impressive people we've seen live. Went to a game, saw him do some crazy shit. Seen him at practice do some crazy shit. He's kind of a vet now at this point. Nobody talks about him because Jonathan Taylor's on the team. He's awesome, this guy. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely the X factor. And I think we talked about it last year. It's like, you know, uh, we'd watch a Colts game on Sunday, and it's like, shit, I, you know, if they could have got the ball in Naheem uh, Hines' hand a couple more times, and granted, with how good Jonathan Taylor is, it's, you know, obviously, like, the, the backfield touches he was he was getting were going to get minimized. But I think maybe that is why the Colts didn't go out and, and get a guy like Julio Jones or, or you know, one of those free agent guys who are available because maybe that is the plan is that, hey, Naheem Hines is going to have to catch 100 or, you know, 85 five balls for us this year. Hey, um, those Guardians look awesome, huh? Oh, Fantastic. Yeah, what, Diva? Gorgeous. Those look terrible. What? What do you mean? You're wrong. I mean, terrible. How come the Colts don't have any accessorized on that? Can't we... 
like get you know, a horseshoe, take a couple horseshoes yeah. on these things. Get some markers out, let guys mark yeah. them up for the shoe, maybe. I forget how many guys are in training camp. There's so many motherfuckers out here we'll never see again. Yeah. Ninety, eighty-five, right now. Like, yeah, eighty-five. They cut 85. yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday I had so. to cut down. Eighty-five. I think it was four people or five people I had to get cut. Jonathan yep. Taylor just showed some uh, bursts. We haven't seen him in any preseason games. He's an MVP candidate. Yeah. Uh, oh, if yeah. he's getting the ball now, Frank Reich had a quote the other day. And since we're at training camp, I mean, we might as well talk about it. Frank, here's the running back individual drill, by the way. Get the knees up, D-Bub. What are they working on? Get the knee bub. Getting those knees up, yeah. Keeping the feet. Keeping the feet. How did we go? Okay. Who was that? Oh, yeah. I think that's Phil Lindsay right there. Phil Lindsay right there. Former starter in the NFL yeah. for the Denver Broncos. Bronco, yeah. Absolute stud, stud. Now he's probably third guy. I mean, yeah. he would be a great guy, I think, to take some of those carries off of JT. Just, you know, maybe five to ten a game. He can get downhill uh, in, a, in a good scheme. So, uh, and obviously Naheem, I think he'll be split out a lot this year catching balls. I'm fascinated by it all here while we're at training camp. It is certainly hot as hell. We're at a Zito production in a tent right now. Um, you know what I forgot about camp? What's that? There's a guy on this field. Yeah. That we ain't never fucking heard of. Mm-hmm. Any of us. We never heard of, had no idea. His family, his small-ass school knows of him, who's going to somehow change the trajectory of his entire fucking life out here. Oh, Isn't that yeah. crazy? Fact, like, this grass year. right here is an opportunity for somebody to change their entire family's legacy. Now, there's a lot of guys that we know aren't going to be on the team. All right, this guy, probably day one, day two, evaluators and coaches know this guy probably not going to be a part of our team. Okay. But there's some guys that show up through camp and just every day through persistence, not letting the suck beat them, not letting the tired and soreness beat them, and they're going to change their entire future. I think that is a beautiful thing to be a part of, and that's kind of as I was looking out here at a bunch of people, I don't know, I, mean, I should have <laughs> no done a lot of research, I'm like, which one of these guys would become a fucking millionaire? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is something that happens out here. Doesn't every, get talked about much. Yeah, every year. We see it. We saw it on the last episode of Hard Knocks with uh, Rodrigo getting in there, sixth-round pick, but you Jeez. heard Shep. You heard Kevin Shepard. Hey, you do this shit the right way, you're going to get your chance to get in there. And that's what it's about, doing things the right way. Like you said, it's going to suck. Day in, day out, multiple practices, walk through. It's hard to stay in it mentally, but the guys that do, they give themselves the best shot. And good luck out there to everybody, and uh, they'll be scrimmaging here in a little bit. Let's talk about some stuff going on in the world. Manti Teo, Doc, ooh, untold. Ooh, ooh. Unbelievable. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> and I, I'm sure not a lot of people are saying this just out of fear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm cool with anybody doing whatever makes them happy. Be you. Live your best life. Uh, people walk around the back. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> Everybody live your best life however you want to live. I believe that people have the right to do so. That woman, Renaya, I yeah. believe yep. Worst fucking human on planet. Now there's obviously serial killers and everything like that. I, I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to get in. You're talking one of the worst humans of all time. Manti Teo deserves a massive apology from everybody. Yeah, he does. Now at that time, 2000, whatever it was, nine, twelve, and I forget the exact years. Crazy. Catfishing wasn't known by everybody because we weren't as much of a digital society dependent upon digitalness as we are now. Everybody kind of understands it. You've been catfished by Amazon. You've been catfished <laughs> by a restaurant. You've been catfished by DoorDash. You've been catfished by humans. Women have been catfished. Men have been catfished. People lie all the fucking time on the internet now because you're only seeing a glimpse of people's life. But back then, when Manti was going through, nobody knew what it was. No. Uh-huh. What an idiot. What a loser this guy. Hey, this guy fell in love with somebody you ever seen. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Watching this doc, this untold, this dude was in love, love. Oh, yeah? He was so focused on football, so dialed in. This is like a perfect relationship for him. Long distance, only happened in his phone. He thought he was saving the world. Did you know I did not remember this? This disgusting, vile human being that is in this thing and is not acting as if they are one of the worst. 
They faked their death a yeah. couple yeah. times. Yep. And Man- a Manti couple thought times. he saved somebody's life. He thought he saved her life at one time. Faking dying. Yeah. <laughs> on like uh, life support. Yeah. <laughs> he saved your life on FaceTime? No, no, it wasn't fake. See, no, it was a phone call. How, fuck, how do you save your life? Don't go sleep. Don't go sleep. His voice. Yeah, the D-butt. nurse told her. Listen, D, but I didn't I say didn't what you're going to say. I didn't watch the doc yet, but come. You ought to watch the doc. And you said it's a- Don't say what you're going to say right now if you haven't watched the doc because Manti Teo, big time baby face. Yeah. You, you potentially start dancing with heel here if you say yeah. anything bad. Like, I'll rock with him. I loved him. I was obviously on the, on the field as a player. I mean, he was a Heisman candidate as a, as a Gold, linebacker. He was yeah. unbelievable. I can't. Can't even imagine what he had to deal with going into the NFL with that type well, of shit. Well, I couldn't feel his fingers and his hands and his body for three years because the anxiety and stress he broke. This horrible human broke his guy. Uh-huh. He said, I'll take the jokes. I'll take the memes. I'll take everything. Mm-hmm. But I need to tell my story, you know, because if this happened to anybody else, no, they're not. This guy was like, I think Manti Teo might be one of the mentally toughest guys of all time. For sure. Honestly. You'd say that? I, honestly, one of the mentally. But also, there's a lot while you're watching it, like, Come on, dude. Come there's on. some red flags. Couple signs. Man, Come on, dude. There's some red flags. He just wanted to love. He would, hey, people do crazy things for love, man. Listen, I love Manti Teo. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. He was kind of a mark. Uh, <laughs> All right, listen. He didn't, well, he didn't see the entire thing. Yeah, but to the next point, dog. there were a lot of people calling him Mark Teo on the internet last night. And that wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't Nick. It was just some people. And there are situations, though, where you know he would ask people who he trusts, who he was Cousin. related to. Hey, Oos, he's Oos. Yeah. Oh, you know Lene? Yeah, I've seen her around. Okay, cool. That's tough. What do you yeah, have to do? Yeah, yeah, as you will, in the mark back there. I mean, the guy didn't deserve it at all. Uh, we got one-on-ones going on. Here we go. Manta, I want to let you know, we synced it. We're sorry you went through that. We probably made jokes at your expense. I got to watch this. Sorry. Yeah, we stand with you, Manta. Love you, Manta. All right, let's go. We got one-on-ones happening Pittman now. Michael Pittman Jr. just dropped one after getting open, though. So let's yeah, go ahead and make sure we keep that fact. True. Number 81. Mo Ali Cox for the, um, let's go to that, yeah, let's do that. Mo Ali Cox here, taking on D-Butt, you know this oh, guy? I'm not sure. Is that not Okuda? Sure no, it's not Okuda. Hey! Oh! And, and the flag. Let's go, big fella. I don't think it should have been a flag, but good, good contested catch. That's what you got to do in the league, man. You got to make tough contested catches. Well, that's what. Time in time That's out. what big-ass Mo does. Big, uh-huh. Okay. Hey, let's go. Let's uh, keep Paris that on. Let's keep full screen here. Bit. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, this is Alec Pierce, Ooh, okay, rookie, Rook. going against somebody we who we Ooh, do not that's know. That's Okuda. That's Jeff Okuda right there. Routed his ass. Routed his ass. Yeah. Give me that. Alec Pierce balling hey, out here. That was the same drill that Reggie was just working on. Get, obviously getting a release, stemming straight up, and then hitting that dig route. Per- keep it on Yo! the field. Um, oh, um, keep it on the field, man. Hey! Okay, we didn't get it. We missed it. That's 100% on us. There will be more highlights. Who scored? Is that Ashton? Oh, uh, that was no. number eight. Eight. Okay, I don't know who this tight number end is. He's eight. got a guardian on, though. He's being safer than the guy he was going against. What's the deal? Why aren't okay, we all so. wearing guardians? Who's seven? I don't, Just made a guy. I, I mean, wow, he's fast. Colts, the best team of all it time. It certainly looks like Detroit it. Lions got a little hard knocks hangover right now. We got one on ones <laughs> happening on the field. Uh, obviously, can't see anything because Lions fan, uh, players don't yeah, want us to see too anything. Too much time on the line of scrimmage. We won't win it. Oh. Mm. Too much time. See, we took too much hey, time. This, is a, good, this is a good time uh, at practices, by the way, with one-on-ones. Uh, you guys, you stay. You used to be locked in on these. Oh yeah, the wide receiver one-on-ones. Where you want to be? Oh, Ooh. deep ball. Hey, Got it. give it to us. Hey, we might throw for seventy-seven hundred yards. Hey, just real quick, is Matt Ryan dropping <laughs> dimes? Matt Ryan's dropping dimes yep. right now. Did not see this against Buffalo. Ye- 
Oh, oh man. Did see Good that route. Buffalo. Did see a little bit of that. <laughs> Buffalo wasn't great. We'll talk to Matt Ryan later. We will ask him what the fuck he thinks oh, happened. Yeah. Here's Matty Ice taking another rep. Back to back to back. Probably Paris all Campbell, the top Paris guys. Paris Campbell right here. A lot of expectations for him this year. Nice route. Way to secure it. Wow. I mean, have the Lions done anything? He's got four studs out there. I, I don't want to overreact at all, but it sure feels like the Lions kind of getting worked. Wow. Is that uh, Ogletree? I believe Ogletree just made a play uh, for... I mean, we are... Let's stay on Matt Ryan if Matt Ryan's doing something. Fucking opening up. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. oh, no, no, that's not on us. That's not on us. Oh, yeah, they caught it on us. No, no, no. Oh, these are amateur. These are amateur refs. Yeah, they don't know. Hey, it's Big Ten. Hey, Big Ten, this ain't this is the NFL. <laughs> hey. Is that Frank right there? <laughs> oh, no, that might be a hit, ref. It's not. Hey, let's remember it's the NFL refs. Let's not be calling that type ticky tack oh, stuff. Come on, Strike. Let the boys play a little bit, Strike. Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. Hey, oh, my God. We're going to throw for 2,000 yards again. Yeah, if you guys play the Lions every week, you might go undefeated <laughs> this year. Matt Ryan dropping back. Alec Pierce. Pierce trying to get a little separation. He got oh, it. Oh, my God. It. It's a highlight reel for the Colts right now. An absolute. He's a dog. I mean, I don't want to overreact, but we might want to walk back that uh, over six and a half for the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Deba, is this I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm with you, Ty. Is this a wide receiver favorite drill, or is there I a mean, reason it, it looks like routes on fucking air right now. Matt Ryan, uh, this is another tight end young. Oh, a little Ooh. behind her. A little behind her. Great pass breakup. A little bit of life from the Detroit Lions here, D-Bud. I'll tell you what, I did not expect this. Not much yeah. life. I mean, that was, what, the first breakup they've had in the last 15 reps? Hey, oh, I mean, so the heartbeat just came back in there. Oh, That's a hold. Come on, where's the flag? And there? that's a completion. So you beat the hole. That's, that's it's eighty-five to nothing, Colts right now. Are you <laughs> serious? Is this is this a legit drill, uh, drill though, Darius? Because you know, like when D linemen are taking on offensive linemen, offensive linemen are always like, "This ain't game like." Is this anything like this game like? This ain't game like. This is very, very uh, skewed towards the offense. Okay. So the offense should oh, win the majority bitching. of the route because you got to think a quarterback. Man, you got to no fucking pass are... rush. You got no, you know, passing lanes you got to find. You got all the time to worry. You got no linebackers to worry about if you're a receiver, safety. So um, offense should dominate this drill. Uh, but, I mean, uh, not, not this yeah. damn bad. Big time. I would love to see our coach DBs. Yeah, I was going to say, if you flip it and, like, Gilmore's the guy out there, like, do you expect it? Like, is he is he still at a major disadvantage, or do you he, expect a guy like that to kind of show is, out? Yeah, he's so good that you still expect him to win. Like, you see Revis, you see guys like that out there, they still dominate their one-on-one reps because they feel like, I'm so good that regardless of how the drill is set up to win, I'm still going to beat you. Uh, a little bit of a miss there. Uh, Z, or, you don't need to be cutting this thing on the fly. Hey, camera people, let's just zoom out a little bit so we get a little bit bigger picture. Let's not try to get NFL films. There it is. Yeah, there we go. That's what we need. And there it is. Yeah, there we go. Mitch cut, trying to cut from camera to camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little tough. Mitch <laughs> cutting an NFL <laughs> game right now. <laughs> okay, you watched Hard Knocks oh, last night. That's, but you know what? I like that these receivers are getting held right now because that's what happens on Sunday. We're going to hold your ass. you no, got to beat it and get open. Not with illegal contact coming in in a bigger that, way. We're going to hold your ass. All right, let's get to a break. We're 28 minutes into the show. Oh, great hey, that's play. Two, that's hey, great play. Here we go, Lions. Huh? Come on. I mean, they needed to show a little bit of life. Matty Ice taking snaps here. Oh, no, we missed it. Oh, oh okay. did he throw it? A little, little behind. Zoom at. Get it. All right, we'll be back in about four minutes. <laughs> okay. Oh, Alex oh, Pierce. Oh, wow. Holy shit. That was a great route. Live at Coach Training Camp. We have too much access. 
Oh, yeah. Been too nice. <laughs> yep. Been covering practice here. We're getting some shots. We just lit up a light. It is bright. It is great. It is glorious. Big thanks to everybody that helped us set this thing up out here. Uh, obviously, Darius Butler is here for the entire day. We appreciate that. Uh, Ty Schmidt and Boston Connor bringing their toxicity up to training camp. Mm-hmm. It's been really going right now, boy. I mean, the Colts, the Colts have been... I mean, ball hasn't touched the ground yet. Yeah. So yeah. Colts are balling. <laughs> Colts, Colts are playing varsity ball right now and, yeah. and it is a it is a i mean the colts look very and not to overreact we're only like no. 25 30 minutes into this thing but the colts look much better than they did against buffalo and i'm very excited about yeah Wilson. definitely don't want to overreact and this is no disrespect to the lines but it does look like you know the colts are out here you know with joint practice lawrence north high school or something like that oh, i mean lawrence they are north, just local. Chew, chewing up the lions right now they're in seven on seven and they just had an incompletion i guess which first uh, one first we one. should talk about that nick Foles threw it uh let's talk about derwin james derwin james and the los angeles chargers were in a standoff a holding actually was happening derwin won a new deal derwin is an absolute dog, dog. also one of the greatest madden players i believe on earth but really? him and the chargers have been talking for a while tom telesco came on the show and told us we're going to get a deal done. They get a deal done. How much is it for? It's four years, 19.1 average. I think 42 guaranteed. Let's go. Yeah. That's good news go. for the D-backs, great I believe. News. And he's a great safety who's getting paid. His <clears throat> other safeties looking at Derwin James as being like the set of like uh, money-wise, you think? Or? Yeah, I think other guys will get close, but he he, he deserved to, to, to reset the market. I mean, he's a guy who can do everything. He can cover. He can blitz. He can tackle. Effective run pass game. I mean, Telesco, I feel like he's knocked this offseason, preseason out of the park. He's done all the right things. You remember back in the day, Bosa got drafted there, held out because oh, he yeah, couldn't get a right deal away. done. I thought Tom Telesco was going to run a tight checkbook. Yeah. And I thought the Spanos family, after everything we had heard about them and their family battles about money and everything, weren't mm-hmm. going to be able to do it. They're signing people. Oh, yeah. They're signing people. They're paying people. Look at the Chargers understand they got a quarterback in a market that's massive and they can go get it for the next 10 years. Yeah, I don't know why when the Spanos stuff came out, it was almost like we were looking at them like, hey, the Chargers might be the next team that's up for sale. I don't think that is the case at all. I think they know exactly what they have. And they're clearly not as broke as everyone thought they were because they they spent a shitload of money this offseason. And, I mean, it's nice to have a Kroenke family go ahead and pay for the entire stadium. True. Sure. Uh, you guys could build a new stadium for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys could do what you gotta do. I Sam Ellinger almost just threw a pick joint practice. NFL Films is out here. Derwin James, Khalil Mack, JC. Yep. Eckler, they brought back, right? He's a yeah, guy. Yeah, he was, he's was he a free agent or no? Uh, I don't think so. so. He's Resigned Mike Williams. Yeah. Keenan Allen. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Allen. Uh, Justin Herbert's still mm-hmm. over there. I mean, what? Brought, it, brought in Van Noy. Yeah. yeah. Van Noy, yeah, Van good Noy. piece. A winner. What's Telesco doing over there? Telesco's like, hey, we got to go get this thing. The Rams just won a Super Bowl in our city. We just got moved out. Let's go ahead and go for it with Herbert on our team. Yeah, and they also know they got to go now because we talk about the Bengals and how they are, you know, looking at uh, paying a wide receiver top dollar and paying a quarterback top dollar. Since the Chargers drafted Rashawn Slater, everyone loves him. Left tackle is, what, just right up there with wide receiver now? So him and the quarterback, they're going to have to pay. It's tough. And we just missed a great play. We'll cut to one here as soon as they take this next snap. But obviously the Colts are the favorites in the AFC all of a sudden. Well, well, I mean, we were I talking mean, about the over-under for the Lions. Maybe take the over on the Colts. Maybe take the under three and a half for we're the 25, We're 25 minutes, 30 minutes into a practice, so yeah. let's not overreact too much. But with the Colts playing, I mean, go ahead and cut to this. Cut to this. Jonathan Taylor, the man in between those two NFL films people right there, he is an MVP candidate. Uh-huh. Yeah, We're doing seven on seven right now, toasting him, and he hasn't even got the ball yet. Paris Campbell, that man's been hurt the last two years. Very unfortunate yep. situations. We're in the number one. We'd like to see it on the field a little bit. Absolutely. He's got pretty unlucky in the past. The Colts are going to be a team in the AFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Win the division. 
Bills are going to be a team in the AFC. Oh, yeah. Yep. Chiefs are going to be a team in the AFC. Well, what? I mean, that whole division is going to be a team in the AFC. Yeah. Chargers are going to be a team yeah. in the AFC. Broncos are going to be a team in the AFC. Raiders are going to be a yeah. team in the AFC. <laughs> Miami Dolphins, what are they going to be? Two years out? They have, no, they're going to be a team in the AFC. What are you talking about here? One of the best defenses in the league. I noticed you're not your house down there in South Florida. You know, not wearing a Marlins hat. Yeah, one of your fake no, South Florida. Calm down, not D-Boy. Yeah, I mean, hey, on, that's a good logo, by the way. I'd wear that hat every day. But you choose not to. You wear Miami I'm stuff. Yeah. I wear my shit or, or the home teams, man. And the Patriots, the maybe they're going to be a team? Yeah, they'll be a team just because of Bill. And, you know, their special teams will be top tier. I think for Miami. Titans going to be a team? Well, of course. Then the AFC North. Yeah, Bengals, Ravens. The AFC is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, there's 12 teams <laughs> that could actually go to the playoffs it's and make tough. a run. So Telesco is maybe sitting on his chair in that office, and he's at a ping pong table in front of the thing. Mm-hmm. And somebody came in and was like, you want to play a little ping pong? He's like, have you seen the AFC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually need to go to the owner right now and ask for $200 million. Matt Ryan, back shoulder, Alec Pierce, let's go. That, hey. Let's go. Let's go. Woo. Hey, let's go. Yeah, what's up? That's what I'm talking so. about. Let's go to Tone Diggs out by the field. I, I think he can only stand like four or five feet closer yep. to the field than we can because of the entire microphone and everything. Tone, what have been your uh, – you've been walking around kind of scouting a little bit. What have been your first uh, kind of reactions to the squads out here? Uh, Colts' first-team offense is dominating. They And Colts' first-team offense is ginormous. Their wide receivers are huge. Their tight ends are huge. Matt Ryan's big. They're dominating the Lions' first-team defense, who Rodrigo did get some run with here earlier. He was star last night. Knox Detroit Lions rookie was getting some run with the ones. Uh, other than that, Colts are dominating. Sounds like you got a storm coming through a tone mm-hmm. there at the end, kind of breaking up. But yeah, the Colts have been very dominant. And this is, you know, there's a lot of joint practices that happen. Back in the day, yep. not as many. You said the other day, and we chatted about it with AJ and uh, numerous other people, joint practice always going to be a fight. <laughs> you think there's definitely going to be a fight out here today or no? Uh, at least by the end of the week. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a fight. Like I always talk about special teams. That that period is so fast, and those are really the guys that are really scratching and clawing for a spot. Usually that's where it's happened. That, that's where it happens. So, oh, no. Oh, saw pick. That, I think that's our first pick of the oh, day. That was big Richard Nick Foles, though. He can throw all the picks he needs. Right. We don't care no. about him. I mean, I like him. I like him. like him as a person. Got a statue. So does Frank. Keep the picks, pal. Mm-hmm. Let Matt Ryan have none. You know what I mean? If we're going to give the ball to the Lions, let's go ahead and make sure it's Nick Foles or Sam Ellinger. Let's make sure it's not Matt Ryan. Do you think it's hard for the Lions, like with when you see how physical their camp has been so far? Like how easy it is? Like they obviously understand, like you can't just go out and do that with another team. But like, how hard is that to turn off? Like there's definitely going to be multiple fights just with like how physical and how crazy their camp has been compared to some. Yeah, of them. That, that's the thing. So when you're practicing against your own team, you know you're taking care of your own guys, right? I'm in here with Paris Campbell or Pittman or whoever. I'm not going to take them all the way to the ground. Well. I'm practicing against the Lions. Like, I don't give a shit if you hit yeah. the ground or if you, you land funny or any of that. I'm trying to make plays. So and that's the difference. And that's why fights happen, too. You get a little late chuck here or there, something's got to go down. A little tone setter. We saw it with uh, Jalen Hurts and the New York Jets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened in a game. That can happen in practice, too, especially with that was Bush a lot of money on the line. And that's what Sirianni said, too. Well, that's right. Jets. What did he say? Know? He said, Saul, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you, Saul. That is what he said. Yeah, pretty much. Verbatim. And then right after the game, where'd he go get a saw bat? Well, you know, I had to go drown my saw, uh, sorrows at Dallas Andros because Saul is a bitch made cat and he's trying to you know, hurt my quarterback. How about Saul not looking at him, by the way? Oh, Saul yeah. was like, I'm not looking over there. He I, knew. I knew my guy just <laughs> fucked up. But we talked to DT, David Thornton, longtime NFL vet. Now he's the. Uh, the uh, uh, what's the name? He's the director of. Uh, 
relationships, player development, player, with the, player uh, development. With the, uh, That's it. All, of, all, all that together. It's a great job. He's the go-to guy. He does a thousand things. A player yeah. needs anything at home, at an event, game day, hotel. You go right to DT. He is the intermediate between the players and basically anything else going on. Like that is, he's there just to make people's lives better. Yeah. I think it's a mandatory now for every team to have one of these. Yeah. He was one of the early ones. This guy wow. played for the Colts. Got a big deal to go to the Titans. Colts win a Super Bowl in next year. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, he's a great football player, too. DT, like, great football oh. player. Got paid a shit ton of money yeah. to the Titans. I don't think he ever beat the Colts again. Yeah. It, just a completely Man. different thing. Came back home to the Colts, though, to be this director of player personnel. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Director of player personnel. And he was one of the trailblazers of the position. Now every single team has one. Uh, we are talking to him about how Hard Knocks, day one, the Lions were tackling all, tackling all the way to the ground. That was yeah. So me and Darius said what's up to him. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's the family? Who can I help? How can I help? That's his thing. He's a very good guy, blah, blah. And then we go, uh, Darius goes, you see the Lions tackling on day one to the ground? I'm surprised we haven't seen anything like that yet. You know, because MCDC is trying to instill like, hey, we're a hard-nosed team, man. Great, yeah. You got one ass cheek, three toes. We'll fight you. Still beat your ass, None man. of that, by the way, last night. No. No. Let's make sure we have fucking... And they have several of those. You know, In the camp. Exactly. Day. Exactly. What are we doing? We need more David Blah. Come I haven't on. seen him complete a pass. I've been here all day. No offense, David Blah. David does deserve this. I agree. I agree completely. But he, he stole time from MCDC or Deuce Staley last night, so I have to talk about it. Well, that was also a decision they made. They're giving him kind of the spotlight. It's like, oh, it's perfect. Then he fumbles the snap later, and, and we can showcase that whole what thing, What is your too. deal? What is your deal? Yeah, because we almost I'm, worse I'm not the Blanc. producer. Yeah, they no. did it to him. They wouldn't even put that on, probably. No. would just be like, oh, quarterback. Tried. And now it's like David Blah, Colombian wife who's on the track team. Mm-hmm. She did Beast. well until Beast. Yeah. Beast, yeah. Dog. Beast. How about they blow with the whistle and the timer and the stopwatch? That's a good oh, yeah. couple. That's a good yeah, relationship. Oh, yeah. Coach. I love the love. You know what I mean? I enjoyed the love, but David Blah, MCDC, fucking feed me MCDC. Yeah. But he is trying to set that tone like, hey, we're a bunch of dogs up here in Detroit. I like the Rook Hutch, too. I like Aiden Hutch. I think he's a perfect mm-hmm. pick for that team. I mean, his family getting a lot of shine last night. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They were loving it. They were loving it. Detroit royalty. Absolutely. You got to show him in the box. I mean, uh, Almond Ra's dad, I think, stole the show, though. On the All right. Hey, we got first uh, snaps from scrimmage here. Ryan Kelly, the center. Oh, top 100 center. Oh, I believe team. Quinn's out okay. there. This is, this is a real ball right here. Matt Ryan under center. We got ones versus ones, I believe, right now. <laughs> is that no, Rodrigo lie. again? It is weird not hearing those helmets, Clay. I'm not going to lie. I'm with MCD. Pac-Man so, Jones hey. just walked over, man. What's happening? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> my brother. Great yeah. We're killing it, dude. We are live right now. You want to say what's up, dude? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, listen. For those that don't know, here's pro bowler, stud, mm-hmm. icon. I am athlete host, dude. Yeah. Hey, like you're super host right now, dude. We're so happy for you, man. How are you doing, man? Just living. How are you? What's what are you? the guy? How living, we doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Making know. content right now? Yeah. You're doing a full well, training camp? guys tour? all the time. Yeah. Doing full training camp. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. You just we said. fucking got uh, <laughs> Yeah. So Brandon M is in Tampa today. Um, I drove up from Cincinnati to Indy. To you used to come to Pacers games over here whenever you're playing with the Bengals. You're used to this drive. I'm hopping a sprinter van, have a yeah. good time, put a little bit. It wasn't bad, man. I mean, it wasn't bad over drive. About two hours. You're chilling. Come chill with you guys. Hey, you're no. killing it. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good, man. No, you're fucking killing it. You're yeah. crushing. No, yeah, I am, but you are killing it. No, you're killing it. No, I'm so happy for you. Dude. Are you going to back y'all, bro? I think so. Are you going? Yeah, I'm going. You're driving flying. Flying, definitely flying. All right, let's do it. Where are yeah. you, still in Cincy? Yeah, still in Cincy. All right. You want to stop by next hour? Yeah, let me know. Yeah, go get, uh, go do all your 
whatever handshaking you got to do, and then we'll see you next hour. All right, sound good. Hey, you All still right, got bro. it or no? You still got on that jugs machine? Catch uh, six balls? I can catch the ball, but uh, running? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, pal. <laughs> Pac-Man Jones, what an icon. Legend. Beast. Absolute stallion. Somebody's wide open right now. Ooh, Pittman. Pittman. He's got to have a big yeah. game. Yeah. 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 How's it going, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That'd be a pit. Love Michael it. Pittman Jr. He's going to have to have a massive year. That was, oh, yeah. like, was like a 40-yard play right there. 40-yard yeah. catch. Come up. I like it, man. Cross, He's got to be a dog. Cross, by the way, it's like 53 and a third. He just yeah. put in, got away. He's going to have to have a big year. Honestly, you look at the weapons for the Colts. A lot of young, unproven guys. Mm -hmm. Pittman's the only one who has meaningful minutes. He's going to have to be a guy this entire year. Ryan's going to lean on him. Got, got to be a dog, especially in this league. You look around at the top of the league, the top uh, – Offenses, they got dogs out there receiver. Connor, Rams, is he bigger than you thought that guy? Yes, yeah. everybody at the top, D. But. You know, it's funny you say that because not only is he bigger, Jonathan Taylor, when he was doing, you know, his warm up drills with the position group, he's much bigger than I thought. But for Pittman, you know, it doesn't help that he knows, like, hey, Jonathan Taylor, Quentin Nelson, the O line, I just got to show up, maybe, you know, 10 catches a game, get that out of the Pittman's saying, like, Pittman's thinking he's got to be the guy. Guy. Yeah. 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 He, As he you, should, we yeah. hope, right? Isn't for that sure. kind of what we're hoping? He wants that. He wants that target share. He's got to be. And everybody, you know, we can we can ride that run game. I don't think in today's NFL you can ride a run game to a Super Bowl. Hold on. Okay, let's dive into that. That's what Frank Reich so, said. Yeah. Frank Reich said that Jonathan Taylor is going to get his touches like we know. But our goal is not to lead the league in rush yards. Yeah. And that was the clip that they put on ESPN and everywhere. Yep. He followed up and said, all we want to do is win games. So if like we're leading the league in rush yards and that's winning games, we're doing that. If he's not leading the league and we're winning games, we're doing that. And I think last year that was a conversation piece. Because Carson had some great games, great plays. But every once in a while he would check out of an obvious run situation it wouldn't work out and we got the fucking guy standing next to him so i think as a colts fan as somebody that's been watching it's like if we can get this guy the ball let's get him the ball as much as we possibly can <laughs> legend he was yeah. trying to stay Beast. on that camera <laughs> yeah had no idea he was just walking right no. into a show no, no. and no. i think like that makes sense but also like the that logic, like that, shouldn't mean that Jonathan Taylor isn't getting 25 carries a game. Like he's he's the best player. Hey, you got you got to ride that guy, right? You got to ride him, but you know, when it's third and six, when it's a two minute drill, you got to get some points on the board before the half, end of the game. Right. That's what you're gonna have to do. That's what you're gonna have to do to win the big one. So you're gonna have that running back that you, that can, you kind of carry to that point. But then you need a quarterback and offensive weapons on the outside to take you over the hump and get that big ball. That's what we want. We are live from uh, training camp here as the Indianapolis Colts and the Detroit Lions are scrimmaging currently. It appears if this is the twos or the threes, depending upon if Nick Foles is above Sam Ellinger, who Sam Ellinger is going to be in the NFL for 10 years and everybody's going to be like, hey, how'd that happen? Yeah, it's He's like, got a fucking howitzer. Just watching him <laughs> throw the football over here. He throws it so goddamn hard. Is this run period? No, hey. scrimmage. It's it. probably uh, first, second down, so run play action. Period. Who's 17? Do we know who that is? We should have got a, one of them things. Yeah. sheet? I don't know. I bet you everybody else here that's me. Go ahead, Tone Diggs. You got a name for us, I think? That's Michael Strachan. Oh, no. Strahan. Strahan. Hey, he's got to be a guy. Oh, yeah. So the last two years, 17, and I believe it's spelled S-T-R-A-C-H-A-N. Yep. So we don't know how to pronounce it. Yep. That's on us. We're not as professional as we should be, obviously. Mm -hmm. Last two training camps, he's been the star training yep. Yeah. Deep ball, go get it, can make a play, knows the place. He's had unlucky injuries at times that have kind of taken out. National media has no idea who this guy is. Only people in Indiana do, I think, and that's probably why we're all shaking it. For sure. He's going to have to be a fuck. There's another guy that's going to have to go because Chris Ballard said we're not going to get any established veterans um, uh, 
skill. Jesus, I almost said speed because I was thinking yeah. conditioning. And then Part I of said it. talent. I'm yeah. like, well, everybody's talent. Part of it. Skill positions, though. We're not getting any vets. We have faith in our young guys. He's one of the young guys, even though he's not that young. It's like his third or fourth year. He just hasn't got meaningful playing minutes. He could be a dude if we really wanted to. And if he stayed healthy, I think. He could be, but... It's a lot of gambles. We're talking about a lot, a lot of, of ifs. Gambles, a lot man. of ifs. We all, if if was a fifth, we'll all be drunk. So uh, we, we're taking a lot of chances <laughs> no. here. I like, That's a great line. Yeah, I like the proven guys, you know, who get the spots, get open, especially when you have the type of quarterback that we do. But uh, Chris knows these guys obviously better than we do. So uh, If we ifs see. were fifths, we'd all be we'd drunk. We'd all be drunk. It's true. Well, if it gets any hotter out here, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lose 10 to 15 pounds. We got Jim Irsay stopping by. In the next hour. Hell yeah. I believe we'll be chatting with Pac-Man Jones more. We'll get him a seat over here. Can't wait to do that. And we'll continue to watch his practice. Like, the thudding is interesting. It's weird. Can't hear anything. Isn't it? It's like a very... It's awkward. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like you're at a football practice almost. It's it's not like a crash. It's more like a thud. Yeah. It's happening. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit of... And not everybody's wearing them. Yeah, a lot of the skill positions aren't wearing them, which is They're running the fastest. But, um... I don't know. I don't know if I like that, honestly. Because then you get in the game and you start getting these hits and it feels a little different. Oh, who's that? Phil? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lindsay. There he, we go. He, he's small, huh? That's how you wiggle. Is he small or is that just everybody so goddamn big? He's Might be everyone he's, so goddamn big. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a slasher. He's you a remember slasher uh, you see a team in warm-ups and it's like, oh, it's a big team. Yeah. You used to happen in college a lot more than in the NFL. NFL, too. You remember, I think the Cowboys used to have, like, the biggest offensive line of all time. Oh, yeah. Get off when, the bus. Raiders. When, yeah, when they're warming up, though, you could see it. Like, mm-hmm. you're sitting, you're in shirts. This is pre-warm-up. You go out onto the field and just see people, like, kind of warm up, walk around. You'll see some teams. It'll be like, it's a big fucking team. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. That's, a, that's a massive team. And I don't know how you ever felt. I used to think to myself, like, all right, going to have to bring our shit today, you know, with this big team. Colts have become... A very large team. Big ass. Like Colts are big. They got a six, seven tight end over there. Yeah. So rookie who can move. Quentin Nelson's still going to be a guy forever. I, have we seen him on the field yet? Has anybody seen any Quentin Nelson? Yet? I don't know if he's been. Oh, no. Is he okay? Is he rich? Is he I, holding I saw him. I saw him in the, in the weight room earlier. He looked pretty healthy to me. I'm pretty sure he's out there. I'm not. He's a monster. He's a beast. Yeah, he's all, he's fights, off football. You got probably have to keep Big Q off the field because I assume everybody will be coming for him. I do wonder if that is something they're thinking about. Like, hey, Quentin. No, but he wants to be out here for this too. This is yeah, the first absolutely. live. These yeah. are live uh-huh. reps. You saw him asking about playing in the preseason. He's like, "Shit, yeah, I want to play." Yeah, I would like to pick up bodies and dump them on their heads whenever we can. Much as possible. Think about those big guys, though, especially on the outside. It's harder for those guys to create separation. Usually, they just got to make a bunch of tough catches over and over and over again. So, as a receiver, I would have rather face a big guy than a smaller, shifty guy. Smaller, shifty guy has a chance to get you on the ground. Yes, yeah, sir. You're going to be contesting every ball you think, and you're good in the air. Yeah. Because I can body position myself and play the ball when I'm playing a bigger guy. But the shifty, they create more separation. So it's tougher. Easier windows. Oh, here we go. We got special teams period. This is when it could get. You got to keep your eyes. (laughs) This is when it could get good. You see these gunners out here. This is a punt period, obviously. Rigoberto Sanchez, the punter for the Indianapolis Colts. He's right over yonder. Is he on the screen? There we go. He is in the back. He is absolutely Unbelievable at his job. He's so good. He's so boring. So he doesn't get a lot of accolades or conversation. He came in immediately after I retired and became the starter. They signed another guy. I forget his name. He put him for the Vikings for a while. Lefty, kind of a shorter guy. 
Uh, they signed him. They thought he was a replacement. Had a press conference and everything. I had never oh, had a press conference. Really? I got a press conference immediately mm. upon me retiring. Rigo uh, came in, outworked him, beat him, beat his ass for a job, undrafted free agent. <laughs> Hell yeah! It was really good. He's not punting right now. I don't yeah, know if this I is just that. a block yeah. period. I think I was still there. Yeah, might be. Yeah, yeah. This this dude is quiet. Just goes by the business. Love Works that. his ass off. Just beat cancer too, didn't he? Yeah, I think last oh, yeah. year he yeah, had. True. Low key was it? I think it was blood, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Badass. I don't know if we have a good shot of it. I don't know if we're going to be able to get it because everybody's in the back. Got a little blocking going on, a little blocking drill. Luke Rhodes, long snapper, former linebacker, turned into Rigoberto says goodbye. Yeah, linebacker was kind of a fringe guy, linebacker, and said, you know what? There it is. Uh There it is. Immediately. We need Harlan's camera needs to be shooting to the right. Hey, Literally first I mean, punt fight. That's this, this is. Yeah, look I mean, at the gunners. I mean, that's, yeah. the, yeah. gunners that, that's the drill. Where it's going. To, it's a full team. Rep. I mean, it already starts off as a fight. So it's, they're the not doing a full a team rep. I think gunners and um, corners are halfway done. So okay. I think okay. I think that's what happened. That's smart. I, oh. I didn't see him. So the reason why they snapped it, he didn't punt it, is so that they could block it up. Uh, then they'll punt smart. it with halfway down. Then he cover the rest of the way. Obviously, we didn't get it on camera. Gunner took shot on returner, right? And they were tr- still probably not my returner. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's like a goalkeeper, goaltender. Got to get him. Uh, we are heading into a break, I do believe. We'll be back in the next hour. Jim Ursay will be joining us. Uh, Pac-Man Jones will be joining us. There'll be more highlights, I would assume, coming out of training camp because these boys are on fire. Rigoberto just hit a bad punt. He's not going to like that. That's good for the coverage, though. I used to hate that. Because everybody on the sideline doesn't know football. What up, dog? Doesn't know football. It's like, what a terrible punt. It's like, shut <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> All right. There's another one coming here. Uh, it's a great day to be out here, man. This is awesome. Gorgeous. Very thankful to be here. Very thankful you're watching and listening. We're going to be stacked. MCDC, Motor City, Dan Campbell. What? Matt Ryan. What? Yannick Ngakwe. What? Jim Irsay. Pac-Man Jones. All to come. We'll see you in six. Hit it. Fucking hard out right there, D-Butt. Are nice. you kidding me? That's show business, baby. That is show business. We're still live on YouTube, but radio people got a nice send-off into a six-minute break. Double team, push them into the... That's a good ball there. That's a good ball there. Yeah, because double team on the gunner. So you got two guys bodying one guy. Mm-hmm. Going to be a fight. Yeah, yeah. going to be a fight. It's a bit chippy. Strain, you know, if you're straining at all, there's going to be a little late stuff. That's how it goes. Turn on tone. Turn on tone. He's on. Yeah, they're doing, uh, they're doubling the gunner with a punt. Just blocking it up. You can just come, I think. Yeah, a lot you of, should probably just stand right here. There's a lot of chaos on that, on that front line, too. <laughs> stand right here. If you had to, is it working now? Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There it is. So you said they were doing, was it a half rep, that first one? No, it was full. That's a good fucking punt there. Damn, Rigoberto. Right down the middle of the field. Yeah, they're going full from the line of scrimmage with the punt on the gunners and then full inside. Full rush with no punt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nobody runs into the punter. Smart hey, decision. Randy's on it, too. I mean, look at this guy. He knows what he's doing back oh, there. Hell yeah. Hey, baby, Randy, full of tone. I mean, does Harlan have a shot on the. Uh, yeah, Harlan's working. Does he? Because he might have an angle around that. No, he's right behind players. No, he's shaking too. his head, no. Hey, Harlan, dude, great job, as yeah. are you, Randy. All right, we'll be back in about five minutes. We'll go ahead and let this thing run. Uh, we'll see you for hour two. I'm excited. I'm thankful for this. Use hashtag PMS Live at camp. Go ahead and guess uh, how many minutes exactly is our Jim Mercer interview. Here we go. From start to finish. What? How? What, somebody just took one back? Nah, Rigoberto's tackling you. 
Don't worry about that. Just not live reps. How many minutes from first question, as soon as I say, eh, yep. and we'll round to full minutes. It won't okay. be like seconds. Perfect. How many minutes does the RSA interview go? Any 38. I think he's coming at a half hour. I don't know if he could go for 38. 17. You never know. He said, he, I mean, 21 minutes. Jim can talk. Use the hashtag PMS Live at Camp. How long will the Jim Irsay interview be? Put your cash tag in there as well. And a screenshot, maybe. Arriving in beautiful fashion. There he is. On a golf cart driven by another massive human being. Another first Wearing a suit that is only top of the line. A man who walks around and hands out hundreds to people. A man that gives away more money than any other human you've ever encountered. A man who has paid for everything I have ever done. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Ursay. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you, brother. Good to How see you, you as well, man. Now, Pat, you don't get a hundred because you're already making, you know, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay. <laughs> right, so this gets on there. In fact, I was going to see you about a loan, possibly. No, 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 no. I'm not. No <laughs> loan for you, obviously. You have, um, you have had a hell of a run, hell of a life. Uh, I, we could dive into all of that, but since we're at training camp, we might as well talk about this particular team. Boston Connor over there, he's a Patriots fan, scumbag. Sorry, Jim. Hey, good sorry. to see you. Yeah, good to see you, That's too. okay. That's okay. We love good rivals. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. But he, whenever he moved here, I don't think he knew much about you. Yeah. Then he's heard you speak and your expectations and learn more about you. You want this team to win multiple championships. Matt Ryan here, do you get a feeling you're closer? Do you get a feeling from being around the team? I know you're very invested. No question. I, I think, you know, the interesting thing is that Matt is kind of on the same mission that this franchise is, where, you know, he he was in that Super Bowl against the Patriots and, and what a great, the greatest Assholes. comeback ever and, and that difficult loss. And, and so um, uh, we feel the same way as a franchise. You know, you see Green Bay after Favre with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Uh, you see Denver when after John Elway um, you see Pittsburgh win um, uh, after Cower um, and, and those things and, and so generationally to be a great organization um, you know we have to go and create this new Lombardi era where um, that's, that, that's what you know great organizations do and, and it's really about the horseshoe and um, about continuing look at we're the fourth most winningest team in the nfl since 2000 is that good you know um is that good i don't know i i think it's really good you know and 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 you know obviously we won 115 games in the decade that peyton was there which which hadn't been done and um uh and at the same time um you know my expectations were we wish we would have had more than one super bowl you know a la the patriots with such great teams in our way and and different things that happened that didn't get that done but you know we were great we won a great super bowl uh went to another and lost uh won two home afc championship games and you know had a chance to have two home afc championship game wins and host a super bowl within a five-year period which has never been done but as a franchise it's about the lombardis you you look at pittsburgh you look at green bay you look at new england and, and, and it's about 
over a long period of Hell time. Hell yeah, you sustained know. success. I think yes. you've always chit-chatted about. And being able to go from one era to the next, you're able to do it in beautiful fashion with Andrew Luck. I was very fortunate to be in the building for both the Peyton era and the Andrew Luck area. Uh, now we're getting into a new one here. Obviously, Carson last year, Philip Rivers two years ago. What do you think the team has done? Uh, what have you done, you feel like, uh, to take this team to the next step? Last year, well, Clowntown, no, we've cl- talked about Clowntown was a heartbreaker. I mean, that was well, you absolutely know, look, look at, I mean, ever since uh, we got back that night and, and midnight, uh, uh, Chris Ballard and Frank Reich and I, after Jacksonville, really uh, thrown into um, this cauldron um, I've almost never witnessed of, of, of great, I won't say despair, but, but, but certainly tremendous uh, um, self-evaluation of the whole fran- you know how it's not that you got there but now how did you get there and how do you fix it why did you end up um, having that sort of collapse and I think you know when, the great thing is when you look at this franchise it's undeniable you look at the special teams last year yeah. two block punts um, just overall coverage with with um, Bubba as, as being one of the greatest special team coaches in the league oh, yeah. and you look at what we've done you can say it was the best special team. You you can look at Jonathan Taylor and and, and say, hey, this is the best running back in football, um, along with Tennessee's great back. And and uh, you can obviously see that offensive line and and have you know a guy a Hall of Fame player like Quentin Nelson and other guys Pro Bowlers like Kelly and and Braden Smith who should be in the Pro Bowl. Um, and then of course you can look at that defense. Who had the most takeaways of anyone, oh, which is so hard to You're gonna to be create. so excited here. No, and but then you add. That's what I'm saying. Then we add Matt Ryan, and we add um, some great veteran free agents. Then we add the draft, and and we keep and we have guys coming back healthy that we're hoping, you know, um, can do great things. Guys that that were nicked up and couldn't quite play last year, and so we really feel. Good about it. I know. Look at. I know all 32 teams right now feel good about. Not it. all of them. Do you see what your team did to the Lions today? <laughs> <laughs> hey, your team looks very good. You're right, though. Everybody has hope at this point. Well, of the you know, the rose-colored glasses are on uh, until the season starts, and, and as it should be, and 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 because uh, um, there's always uh, surprises that come up and dark horses and things like that that rise. But you know, for us, you know, I really feel there's real reason why we ought to have a chance for, yeah. for greatness and something special. And again, Matt Ryan and this franchise, you know, kind of going after two things so much um, that, that, yeah, that you both want. Almost. Well, yeah. exactly. And I think, I mean, you know, Pat, that look, at you have great players and every player counts to help you win. But that quarterback, you have to have that right. In this league, it's a quarterback-driven league. And if that position is is off kilter, you're going to struggle. But let me say this: Peyton Manning was healthy, young in 2001, and was six and ten. Because you have to surround him, you have to do more than just have that great quarterback. And I think that's the thing that gets lost is you've been around the game so long and listening to you chit-chat, you invest and love the team. So whenever you say you want two championships, I strictly believe that's because you want to experience that again, what you guys had whenever you're, the whole city showed up. It feels like Colts fans are ready for this team to explode. Matt Ryan's been beloved. Darius yeah. has a question for you. Hey, you've been around the game for a long, long time and obviously championship, this is where it starts in training camp, right? You've seen great coaches, great players, great general managers. You saw Bill earlier. What's been your favorite moment from training camps over your years? 
That's a great question. I, you know, I have to admit that, you know, this is my 51st year, and um, holy hey, 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 you're an old man now. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, you're an old man. And and really, I can't duplicate what it was like being a ball boy and having the guys like you be my older brothers and mentor me, and 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 being around, you know, having Johnny Unitas put my you know tray down at lunch and say son move your ass and looking up and seeing Johnny Unitas seeing Bubba Smith in, in training camp um, and, and and then you know starting to go down those tracks and and uh, it, it was so special I you know probably um, you know the time in training camp when uh, you know Johnny came up to me as a 12 year old kid like that's a thing like that that you remember the oh, yeah. most because I was so blessed. Like you know, I was just back home because we had um, some shows in Chicago oh. with the memorabilia and stuff. Jim Irsay collection coming <laughs> town. Went to the church. I got go. married in forty-two years ago. George Hallis was there. Wow. You know George Hallis, and I was blessed enough to. Uh, you know, it's like saying Biden saying, "Well, George Washington was at my wedding." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we're talking. I mean, we're talking about the founder, and and and. So I'm so blessed. If I would have been born four or five years later, I would have missed out on not knowing Paul Brown, not knowing George Hallis, not knowing Art Rooney Sr. I mean, my first meeting ever, you know, Art Rooney Sr. And in fact, his son was so much older than me that Dan's, up, of course, passed away now. And Art the Second's right. But, you know, he gave me a, a cigar at my first meeting in 1981 in Palm Springs, California. Um, and those things just stick with you because these mentors... One thing they taught me is, don't grab every dollar. Protect the game. Yeah. Okay. Because it's all about the game. And one thing you guys taught me when I was a kid, and believe me, Lydell Mitchell, um, <laughs> Glenn Dowdy, Bert Jones, uh, Ray Chester. You know, they you know they instructed me very carefully about what it means to take care of the players and understand. And that's the reason I went to SMU and played. And, and my teammate Byron Hunt played with Lawrence Taylor and, and those sort of things because I wanted to experience what, that, what that's like. And I, and I think um, I exactly know everyone in the organization when I see equipment struggling because um, something happened wrong before the game, a trunk didn't come in. You know, I worked equipment. I worked yeah. the ticket office. I started picking up jock straps. I scouted on the road. I scouted Jerry Rice when we went to the school and you couldn't even see his number back then. Because you had to bring your, you know, projector in, and this film was so bad at a small school, and you'd have to have a bottle of whiskey to give to the coach, for, you know, and say, "Hey, could I get in that projector room before, you know, the guy with, uh, you know, the Packers, uh, you know, because it would be that way, you know." So, so blessed, uh, you know. I mean, I can go on about Don. Hold on, so let's talk about this. You're an old school guy, right? You are an old school guy. You've been around. You've been in every single job in the NFL and yep. in football. The game's changing, right? And uh, I mean, even these Guardians caps. And listen, I know the talking points. Okay, I get it. All right, ten percent less and everything like that. But as this game changes, is there a little bit of a fear? Like, because what Hallis said to you and what Rooney said, like protect the game. Every decision that's made, new ownership too, Jim. Like, what's the future of the NFL look like? You think? well, there's no question you you nurture that and take care of it so so carefully because it's about the game and it's about the owners that come in that that understand they're stewards of the game and people like 
you know, Lamar Hunt taught me, I'm not an owner, I'm a steward. You know, I mean, I, I'm responsible. I have a, you know, I teach my children, look, at, if you're going to do eventually what I do, if you're going to be a princess and become a queen, you know, you <laughs> behave a certain way. You have a responsibility to many. And it's not about you, and it's not about the money. It, it's about caring for the game, caring for the fans. Because yep. without the fans, we have nothing. Yep. Caring for the players who Does, put a the huge players. risk. I, I, you know, every, I mean, I know because I talk to our guys what I expect. You know, I, I mean, look at Ronnie Lott cut off part of his finger so he could play in a playoff game. You know, I mean, that was old school. And I don't think it's going to happen in this era. But, you know, you're right, Pat. The games, if you want to just see how it's changed, put on the 85 Green Bay Packer Bear game, Forrest Greg Ditka. It's insane. I mean, it, seriously, look at it, you go, this can't be possible. I mean, it looks like a World Wrestling Federation. I mean, guys being thrown over the bench. Jim McMahon, without the ball, picked up, shaken, dumped on the ground, head first, no flag. <laughs> I mean, it's the most unbelievable thing you ever seen in your life. I mean, when you look at that game, but I think the good news is, you know, we're still playing a very physical yes. game. We're still, you know, we're trying to project the edges. Like, debates come in is, do you take kickoffs out altogether? You know, I'm, I'm not in favor of that. Thank God. Um, Thank you. Know, Thank you. Um, you know, I don't like it not starting with the kickoff and starting with the ball on the 20, for instance. Um, but, you know, we've limited injuries on, on kickoffs by changing certain rules. And Did you and hate that when it changed or no? You knew it was no, a necessity? No, I mean, I'm okay with some some changes that way look at when i first started the goalpost was in the end zone front of the two end yards zone. Yeah, yeah. so uh it, it was you know it was a different era um and uh look at those guys who, who helped build the game i just had jim brown in chicago because i had the ollie foreman belt and he yes. was close with ollie and foreman jim is about 86 and his wife was very kind to bring him out from los angeles and he was able to talk to the Chicago press, talk about Ali Foreman, what he remembered. You know, he still, his mind is still strong. He, he has a little trouble projecting his voice and, and is seated all the time. Um, but it was such an honor to have Hell him yeah. talk about Walter Can we Payton. talk about the collection a little bit? Sure, I'd love to. Hey, I, I, hey, you're a museum. You oh, are a museum yeah. right now. You, you said you're a steward of the game. Do you feel like you're a steward of the history of uh, all the things you're interested in as well? That's well, why you're buying everything I up? mean, no question in the last 25 years, you know, putting this together has been a very specific um, artistic pattern, if you will, led by, you know, intuition and and just knowing what what works. And there's been so much, like, for instance, like people don't know this famous museum in New York, that had all the KGB spy equipment during the Cold War, bow ties that shoot, you know, poison things. So it went out of business during COVID. So I bought the whole museum. Of course, the bow tie, we took the bullet out of it and, <laughs> and the poison's out of the pen. But, but you know, though, I mean, there, that's like one of 500 things to go with this collection that has, you know, Abraham Lincoln's pocket knife and John Lennon's guitar and Elton John's piano and, and the list goes on. But we also, Jackie Robinson's bat from the World Series, Muhammad Ali's robe that he first when he changed from clay, uh, clay to Ali, wow. um, his shoes against, you know, Jim, Frazier. you're doing exactly what everybody who like, 
ever says, like, if I get money, I'm going to help the things that I'm interested in. Well, and that's you've done that. Big out here and said, okay, you know, we got a couple hundred million dollars. Let's go buy some stuff. What do the what do the people want to see? And we'd all say, no. I mean, I mean, if you go in someone's house, you they go, well, I have these beautiful Monet paintings. But I have John Lennon's piano in the front room. What do you want to see? I want to see John Lennon's piano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Monet's. But, but, you know, let me see James Brown's, you know, you know, red jacket that he wore when he played. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And I think that's what that's the way I put together the collection is what do you really want to see? You know, what what really moves you and also things that can transcend generations, hopefully. You know, um, and that's the reason Lincoln Hell yeah. and, um, you know, anything involving, you know, certain people in history. Um, it's hard to, you know, the, you know, the Kerouac scroll on the road, you know, it's known by a lot, um, particularly writers and artists. But it has transcended um, two generations, you know, being uh, written in the 50s. So you try to get things that, that really have that. But also what people want to see, you know, for instance... You know, it's telling a story of, of America, particularly in the second half of the 20th century, which the whole century was so remarkable. Um, it's more than that, but it's a big part of that. So there's letters from Jill, from Charlie Manson, and they're frightening. You got Chuck Manson. Yeah. <laughs> and people might say to you, why are you buying Charlie Manson? That could maybe be looked at as untoward and unwise. You know, it's like, look, at it. it's part of history. I'm not, you know, it happened. I'm not like, you know, just like, you know, excited about reading this psycho babble that's so insane when you read it it's scary but you know that whole thing that happened the world the way it was in 69 and the way you know look at part of the collection and part of the tour with with the show and the is you know definitely a feeling of this is a great country it's a toddler we're making progress it's not fast enough for anyone we understand that you know we understand you know, the way, you know, we're integrating as a country is unacceptable in some areas. But but we have to take that spiritual realm and raise all boats in the harbor. I mean, look at Martin Luther King. Look what he did. He When they raised his fist, they said, you don't raise your fist. Jesus wouldn't raise his fist. You know, you know Gandhi wouldn't raise his fist. You know, you have to go at it. The only thing that beats everything is love. Love every time beats hate, every time. If you come at hate with hate, you know it's not gonna be good. You're gonna get more hate. And so I think, you know, the collection a lot too is talking about, you know, these iconic artists that, that really like John Lennon and others who, who really, you know, you know, sat there in a bag for peace that said, you know, Road Imagine and, and talked about You getting world. into politics? You gonna get into politics someday? I saw that tweet where you said that. What oh, did he yeah. say? I Save can get the 10 people, 10 guys. trillions of dollars. You <laughs> yep. said, now you're talking about making our world a better well, place. It feels I'm like glad, you're really I'm glad active. you mentioned that. First of all, let me I'll be very clear. You will never see me in politics. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's number man. one. Uh, but number two is I really think, I'm glad you brought that up, Pat, because my belief is at Stanford, at Harvard, at Yale, we should have a school that teaches presidents, senators, you know, that, that are going to be leaders of this country, you know, macroeconomics, you know, foreign relations, just just everything, you know, speaking. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but 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 just to, to see the choices in 2016 
is unacceptable to me. This country has so much to offer. Let's and go. Yeah. Brilliance. Let's but, go. But, but, yeah. we, but, but we have to bring the right people up. That's never going to happen, though, Jim. Did you hear you? You said, I ain't ever fucking doing it. That's what, <laughs> yeah. everybody, says. That's what everybody says who has a brain. It's like, yep. I'll take a pay cut. Everybody will hate me. This is it. No decision the right decision. Well, Nobody's going to do it. Probably 10 years younger than me. I, I know Biden's taking it on, but it's a younger man's job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, last question here. We can't yeah. thank you enough, by the way, Jim. You're such a cool dude. Bro. Well, can I mention one thing before we hit the last question? Yeah. God, you know, September 9th, it's going to be big at Lucas Oil Stadium with this free concert. It's going to be magical. You know, we have a lot of film crews there. One's making a Hollywood movie. One's HBO. Hell one yeah. one is Peter Berg doing a documentary. Okay. You know, just the whole nice. night, we, we're looking at maybe 60,000 people there. Let's go. You know, Ann Wilson will be there. Buddy Guy. Um, you know, Edron James will be there. Some present players will be there for this kickoff um, concert uh, two days before we open in Houston. So we just want to get that out there because we want all fans to get there and celebrate as a community because we know what that means when we have that community celebration. That's why everything changes. That's the reason the great game we have means so much to the community. We gather as a community together. So just want to, to put that uh, a message out there to all our fans. I want to let you and know. It's free. It's free, We Pat. love that. There you go. For you. Yeah, well, 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 you should pay something. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys got something out of me no. this year. I can't wait to be a part no, of your sweet We would pay you to be there. We no, love you. We, no, no. No, I'm, we love to have you there. I'm lucky to be a part of the Colts organization. Getting to know you has been a cool thing. I think through this show, a lot of people have potentially gotten to know you as well. Uh, not that other places haven't, but just know that I think, personally, as somebody who is a billionaire, you're doing... You're doing good with your money. You're doing good with your well, time. Well, could I say this? When you came to my office and told me your plan about retirement, I never thought we'd be sitting there and you'd be the megastar. Sorry for saying that, but it's true that you yeah. are because, you know, your show and what you do and the entertainment you provide, you know, is David Letterman type. It's at the very top. And, and, and uh, um, I always knew you had that potential. I knew you were going to go and be a comic in those things, which was great. But, man, what, what you've accomplished, we're so proud of you that you're a Colt alumni player. I mean, you Come know, on, you I, represent... I'm lucky. You, you helped me out a lot. You, well, you represent so much about what we're about, and the fans just love you, Pat. So... Um, we're all, I'm always appreciative when you ask me on, that's for sure. Well, we're lucky you stopped by. We won't get to you answer the last question. What's coming up next? The free concert, September 9th. Can't wait to see that, celebrate that. The NFL, not only are you a steward for the game, but I feel like the NFL is really the only sport in America where it's city versus city. It rallies everybody together. doesn't matter your socioeconomic, doesn't matter your political affiliation, doesn't matter your religious affiliation. It brings everybody together. That's why the sport's so incredible. The fact you've been around it for so long, you should take a lot of pride in that. And I'm very lucky to be a Colt. I know Darius says the same same thing Absolutely. and uh, once I become a billionaire we'll have your ass back on and you can buy me a Rolls Royce <laughs> you're moving there quickly hey, quick. come on come on new money inflation what's it mean how about hey we're not gonna even get into it. Crypto, crypto well plus you always make me look cool coming on your show you know you're younger more hip you know I, I, I'm kind of a throwback to the old rock and roll era so, <laughs> so you help my reputation you know I, I mean you make me look you know, really cool, and, and all my groupies out there really dig Because <laughs> I don't really have any, so with you, maybe I'll gather a few. Hey, well, it's your talent, it's your uh, hey, mindset, thanks, it's thanks, your mentality, buddy. it's your resume. Ladies love and gentlemen, you guys. hey, we love you too. We'll be back after this five-minute break, ladies and gentlemen, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Irsay. Thank you, buddy. Yeah! Welcome back. Uh, obviously, perfect timing on... 
Look how small you look. Hello, world. Hey, hey can we turn this one on here for a Look how small. You can't do that. We can't have you sitting in that chair. <laughs> yeah, but you, that's what I'm saying. You look terrible right now. Because Jim had his own chair. There we go. Oh, is that your ball? Yeah. Who's it? A line ball. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us, Pac-Man Jones here at practice. Yeah. Oh, come on, let's go. One second, man. I, gotta, I met my dog, and I got to take a picture. Fuck Naeem Hines. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry to mess up the show, y'all. You, you, you made the show better. Hey, you made the show better. Yeah, better Let's score 12 touchdowns this year. I always going to tell back. No, to you. What are you doing? Talking about punch rollers? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, all pro. Absolute stallion, Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, what are you talking, what are you talking to, uh are you talking about return game a little bit? Yeah, or? you know, um, he was lining up he was lining up head up when the guy's kicking the ball with well shouldn't line up head up if you know you got a right footed kicker. Yeah, because the, the ball's, ball's gonna always move. gonna go left. Like a left footed kicker, the ball is gonna go right. So I was just telling him. Just be patient. The damn ball is going to come back. It's too. coming to you. <laughs> yeah. Now, you're a great returner. Why is that, you think? Just because Fearless. you're so athletic? Uh, live life without a seatbelt, and I enjoyed it. You know, some <laughs> yeah. people take <laughs> the special team uh, game as a... Uh, Playoff? Yeah. You know, um, I learned early in my career that if I really wanted to be the best, that I should take uh, the punt return game strong from Coach Fisher. You know, I would stay my rookie year. I'll never forget this. My f first game fucking playing in San Francisco, the wind was swirling. Anybody that play in San Francisco Candlestick. knows that how, how that the wind place, is. Yeah. I dropped the ball, I think, my first four punts, and I got back to the stadium probably about 4.30 in the morning, went back and caught punts, like, literally for two hours. But Coach Fisher um, told me as a young age, he said, man, this can be your crush down the line when your legs give out and you can't cover no more. You can go back and catch punts. So I've always taken it serious. You know? Now, don't you think, uh, Pac, and I've got a chance to punt to you, I have a tackle against you. You always hang the ball. <laughs> yeah, I have a tackle against you as well. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, good, clear rap. So I try to punch Ooh. that ball out. Could you imagine if I punch that ball out on no, you? That never, Forever, dude. It, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my <laughs> head was. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have never been able to live that moment. Ever. Down. <laughs> Think about right now on HS. All pro, legend. Adam Pac-Man Jones out that play where I punched the ball out of your hand. <laughs> it would have just been personal between yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Really, every day, you know? every day would have happened. But yeah. honestly, watching you play has always been fantastic. And I knew about you, obviously, because of the stories that were told about West Virginia. Even young in your career, whenever you weren't making, you know, you're living life without a yeah. seatbelt in. I think a lot of that, obviously, I don't know if you didn't know any better or just kind of like taking your lumps as you go. You always worked your ass off in football. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do you do you think that's why you were able to play for so long? Was it the passion of the game um, that you always – because you were able to do all the stuff that everybody heard about, and then you'd show up offense, special teams, and defense every single week, lock people down. So why do you think it is? Why do you think you were able to do both? To answer the two-part question, um, I had to learn it on my own, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's just my story. Everybody, some people have, you know, role models or people that teach them certain things. I was hot, you know, I had been basically raising myself since 12 years old. So those situations, you know, they come. Really nice neighborhood, too. Uh, yeah, really nice neighborhood. <laughs> Gorgeous. You know, uh, on the golf course. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. And, uh, you know, so a lot of the, a lot of the things that I went through, um, I brought it on myself. But I had to learn, you know, like the NFL is a business. There wasn't nobody that could tell me nothing at that time. But I will say this. Um, I've always been the first person at the stadium 
And depending on what day it is, the last one to leave. I've been in one, four organizations. No one never complained about my work ethic, the way I was a teammate, um, um, how I treat people inside of the uh, stadium. Um, that means so much more yeah, than everything else. Yeah, that's why Especially I got when you go chance top after 10. chance. Exactly. You top 10 pick could have yeah. been a fucking yeah. asshole Old, to everybody. Yeah. 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 Rich, rich. Yeah. I made good money. I don't know why. Yeah. I, had, I had a good little run. But that type of stuff being said about you by your teammates and your peers is really all that matters at the end of the day. And I think that's why you're having so much success with I Am Athlete. Because everybody that's been a fan of yours or played with you is like, yes, finally the world is going to see more of Pac-Man. Have you been enjoying that? You've been crushing it. Yeah. You, um, you know, we always talk about the new media space um no one really never had a chance to really dial into the dialect of me because no you know, executive is picking pac-man jones to sit right. on their shit you know yeah. what i mean because you know espn and all of these guys they paint a picture and i never once had a chance to respond or say anything on my behalf because when you're playing it's your toe hey don't say nothing let, let this play out for instance i use this for instance when i went to see the commissioner i told you the story um i'm in the room bored as hell you know what i mean i'm, I'm hungry google who got the best wings so having to be a strip club right now <laughs> always you know what i mean i'm from it great but, wings but, by the way yeah, yeah, yeah right. but i'm just trying to bring people into my 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 side of how I was thinking at the time. I'm from Atlanta. We eat at the strip club. Yeah. Like the some of the best food is at Magic City and Cheetahs. Mm -hmm. Like it's a known fact. Yeah. So I Google it, boom, I find the uh, wings, I go over it, eat the wings, stay there for about 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Because I know I had to meet in the morning. Nothing, no drinks, no nothing, get the wings, boom, get back, meet the commissioner the next morning. It was like, hey, so where did you go last night? I looked around. <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, like, somebody has somebody following me. Should I tell them the truth? Or should I lie? Told the truth. I'm like, shit, I went to the script club last night. <laughs> <laughs> Got me some wings. He's like, you were here for the script club. Adam, what are you thinking yeah. <laughs> Um, But, you know, at, at that time, um, I wasn't being rebellious. I just, I didn't think about it. The way I think about life now, you know, you, you live and you go through things, but now that I think about it, it's probably the dumbest shit that yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's so many lyrics to so many songs that say, like, you can't think like me because your life isn't like mine, basically. And I think that is what I've learned through my experience with the NFL. Even at West Virginia, I mean, there's a lot of dogs in West Virginia. I yeah. mean, that is just, we had a good time. Learning people's backgrounds, I think, is such a beautiful thing. The NFL in the football locker room, and I know the boys have questions for you, too. Do you not think that it's like the greatest place on earth? Uh, on earth, and if more places were like an NFL locker room, honestly, the world would be such a better place, Pack. I really think that's the biggest problem now. You know, you got guys that's going through a lot of different things. I'm talking about, you know, CTE, you know, mental health. Um, when we are in that locker room, you got outlets. You got guys like me that's gonna talk shit but i'm gonna help you <laughs> we might be joking right then you got a guy like you I, I might be down as hell and see you and be like ah here we go pat just made me start laughing so it's different when you have have those outlets and i think the biggest problem for athletes um we don't have those 
resources as far as the the locker room feel Community. to 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 tell the boys, hey, look, man, yeah, my wife fucked the trip last night, but it's gonna be okay, you know. <laughs> but we talk about those type of things in the locker room. Yeah, really. you know it's gonna saying? be okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's gonna it be, be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's why the training camp trip here has been nice for you, getting back into the game, covering the game a little bit? Do you think that has been anything for you or no? Um, I like it. I like I like talking sports. I like being real. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those cookie cut guys i'm gonna tell you exactly how i feel if i'm wrong or right i apologize if i'm wrong but um i enjoy getting back and and watching uh uh the guys and and being around you know what i mean and and seeing the little dumb things when certain guys do stuff like we in we in goal line you know that the tight end is telling you telling you everything watch the fucking tight end you know don't yeah. look in the Read back the key, yeah. i mean literally I, as you I showed up a, here you were talking to naeem hines like hey what the fuck are you doing yeah Just, like because i'm into that i've always i didn't play 14 years because i was a dummy yeah. you know what i mean i played 14 years because i was pretty smart at what i was doing made pro bowl and all pro at, at 35 so obviously i got some kind of i'm 35 damn. right now I'm 35 right now. Sense as far as how this game is supposed to be played. I'm assuming every single training camp that you come to, they're very pumped that you're here. We're talking to Pac-Man Jones, D Buck. Go ahead, pal. Hey, I know you're talking about you smart, obviously, but you need people to help you along the way and kind of show you how to play the game, how to learn the game. Who are those guys for you along your, you know, in your career early on or maybe later on? Um, I wouldn't say early on. Um, early on, I would just use my athletic ability, mm-hmm. but I would still stay at the stadium. You yeah. know what I mean? Watch film. But I really didn't know how to watch them. Yeah. Um, I would say T. New is T. New and Leon Hall is probably the one that changed my Jones, game yeah. totally. Fluent, but I give T. New a lot of credit because he really taught me how to break down little things as far as final formation, stop studying the quarterback, study the offensive coordinator. So things like that, it goes a long way when you're playing the same offensive coordinator. Yeah. But and they move around just like us. Yeah, two yeah. three weeks out of the, I mean, two weeks out of the season. Yep. Um, so you, you kind of get a feel for how he calls the game instead of, hey, look, what is this guy, what's the receiver over here doing? You know what I mean? And nine times out of ten, the coordinators have their plays that they go back to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and their assholes get tight too in big yeah. moments. Uh, yeah. Pac, I can't thank you enough. Great to see you. Can't wait to see what you come up with. I am athlete next. You still iced out though, huh? Little country yeah, boy still man, swagged you know, out a little bit. A little swag. You smell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you. Appreciate so much. for having me. You're the best, dude. Hey, I hope you love you, man. You too. All, right, all, right, all, right, all right, Hey, your glasses pack. Your glasses pack. Still got those hands. Joining us now, newest member of the Colts. Yes, sir. Absolute stud. Yannick Ngakwe, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. God is good. Hey, I am so thankful you are here. Uh, There's been a lot of activity around you on the internet getting kind of, you know, baptized by the Colts community. Absolutely. This city loves you, dude. This place loves you. Now, obviously, you played for the Jags and you played other places. And, I mean... Clontown did knock the Colts out of the playoffs last year, yeah. so people could hold that against you. But you are <laughs> beloved here. How has it been coming to the Colts and this far into your career? What's the mindset right now? At this I, point? I feel like it's home for me. You know, um, just like 
you know, getting myself into the community, giving back, uh, giving back to kids that come from similar backgrounds as myself, you know, uh, helping out teachers, you know, that was the biggest part that of That was me. awesome, by the way. I appreciate that. That's the biggest part I retweeted part that. I was hoping that you were going to have to spend, like, millions and millions of dollars. It was a lot of money, though. You spent, like, so much. The checklist, the teacher's checklist. Yeah, yep. He, he put out a tweet. He was like, hey, uh, just looking to help some teachers here before the school year starts. Can anybody send their Amazon wish list? Yeah. Uh, and I retweeted it, and it, it did go. <laughs> well, I mean, I appreciate I, that. I, I just happened to be that a part love. of it. Not that I helped you. I'm just saying I watched the response, and I think he did. you did it for everybody. I mean, this is. We're lucky to have you, dude. And I appreciate that so much. How do you like the team? And I love the team. You know, being back with my uh, former defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley, is just feels super familiar being in the scheme. And, you know, uh, also just the guys around me, DeForest, uh, all the way to the offensive side of the ball, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan. These guys are people that, you know, are effective in games. And if we can bring everything together, we should definitely get back to the playoffs. D-Butt. What is it about Gus, man? Because I just walked around the building. I know – Former players that have played for Gus, and yep. everybody literally says defense the same coordinator thing. Gus Bradley, yeah, former Gus. head coach at the Jags. Yep. What is it about Gus, man? What I what I've seen with Gus is I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly as far as as a team. So I've seen how his character is when we lose, and he doesn't blame mm -hmm. any player; he blames himself. And I've seen his character when we're in, on a winning streak, and he doesn't take the credit; he gives it to the players. So to find somebody that has an equal balance like that is hard to find in this league, and. He, he never points the finger, and that's the per person you want to run through a brick wall for. Yeah. Ty. Yannick, obviously, you know. You Are we saying your name right? Oh, yeah, Unique. Unique and Gotway. Yep. Unique. We didn't want to be the whites. You know? No, right. Yeah. You Yeah, we said it five different ways <laughs> as the show is <laughs> starting, and I didn't know. Unique and Gotway. Yes. Unique. It's a fucking great name. Appreciate yeah. that. It's a unique. Thank you so much. Oh, it is. Unique. It's a great name. It's, it's Hebrew. It's Hebrew. Really? Okay. Yeah, it means God is gracious. So are wow. you, dude, for telling us that. <laughs> Coming yeah. from the Raiders, and obviously it's a little bit easier when, you know, the Colts, you know, they're kind of built to win right now, but how much of a culture shock is that going from Vegas to the middle of, you know, I mean, not middle of nowhere because Indianapolis isn't a small, small city, but smack dab in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like how, how is there much of a culture shock there or not really? I wouldn't say not really. You know, um, at the end of the day, uh, we're here to do a job, but one thing, like I, I told Pat, like I love this city, you know, everything about it, and uh, – in particular, in this organization, there's no egos. You know, everybody has a family feel, a family vibe, and uh, that's what I love about it. You know, uh, we're brothers. You know, we treat everybody with respect here, with love, and uh, that's why I love being in blue and white. What do you think about David Thornton? Okay, guy? DT? I love DT. Okay, all right. Listen, uh, we were talking about him. I, I, I know. I was hoping, you know, everybody has said something positive about him. Absolutely. I think he has that type of rapport with everybody. Didn't know if maybe he pissed you off early. Uh, that would have been Never a great did. Story. Never did. He, he reminds me a lot of Marcus Parlow. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that name. Yes. Um, 31. His, yeah. Is that the number you wore, I think? No, nah, he was a tight end. Bernard. Bernard. Think about Bernard. Bro. Yeah, Marcus Parlow. He played here, you know, uh, I think uh, back somewhere in the uh, 90s or 2000s, early 2000s. And uh, he kind of groomed up DT to be who he is today. And those two guys are great people. Massive. When you talk about the organization, we had we just had Jim Irsay on here. Okay. He's talking about, you know, the expectations and why and everything. You feel that whenever you walk in the building, obviously? I mean, Ty just kind of has it built to win right now. But honestly, like, last year was devastating to this program, this franchise. Now, new quarterback, new energy, kind of a new era new chapter vibe but that lingering of like hey are we because the afc is fucking stacked Loaded. right now that Absolutely. lingering are we gonna go is around everywhere and jim mercy's like yeah we are gonna go it feels like everybody knows this is a year we gotta go is that kind of in the building or is it just like expected no absolutely that's the standard that's what we preach every day in unit meetings special teams and team meetings we preach about the standard about finishing games and finishing uh to try to get wins you know what i mean and last year you know i wasn't here but 
a few more plays, you know, we're in the playoffs. So yeah. we have to execute. We have to make sure that we do the little things better than the other team. Connor, your question? Short yeah, Unique, you just kind of mentioned respect in an organization, but uh, you were in Jacksonville when 25. What's up with the hat, though, bro? Oh, go oh, Patriots. What are you talking sucks, about? Yeah. Go Pats. Yeah, I was going to wear a Mac Jones jersey, but I decided not to. I, I was this close. Listen, this guy. Yeah, exactly. I understand good football. Thank you for saying that, Pat. Uh, but when you were in Jacksonville, 25% of the complaints were coming from that organization till the NFLPA. Was that as much of a firestorm as it kind of sounded like? And how much better is it being in a place here where everything, everybody seems to be on the same page? You know, I'm just super like thankful for uh, Jacksonville for giving me an opportunity, drafting me. You know, that's where I started off my career and uh, was able to, you know, uh, get a name. And, uh, you know, things happen. Uh, uh, not everything lasts forever. Uh, like I said, I'm super appreciative everything that happened but you know i'm a coach now uh best of luck to those guys you know the people that are still that's over right, there that, that right i know there. you know what i mean so at the end of the day nothing but love this hey why did that guy just try to put you he tried to put you in a spot no no yeah. way that's not what this show is about this is your first time that's not what this show is about you're trying to I'll give him a pass i'll give him a pass yeah well <laughs> sweet what do you think this thing you can slap him in the mouth. <laughs> what do you think this defense? What do you think you're out of this defense? Because I think getting the quarterback is a big deal. Like I think a, a couple more plays being made is a big deal. DeForest Buckner is Grove is big. Shaq yeah. is Kenny Moore is Stephon Gilmore. It, it feels like that defense is just absolutely loaded. Absolutely. What has everybody been saying? Like why they're excited you're here? I know Quiddy's young guy. Obviously he's going to continue to grow. But whenever you got here, what was the conversation? What like your teammates were looking for? You know, um, I'm here to be a servant leader, you know, serve the young guys, serve the older guys, and uh, also to get to the quarterback. We haven't had a guy, you know, dominant, and no disrespect of anybody that's came before me. We haven't had two guys dominant since Mathis and uh, Freeney. And uh, I'm still young. I'm 27 years old. Just turned 27 in March. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. So we Appreciate missed, that. We missed a lot of your birthdays. It's all so, good. So I feel like I got a lot of football left in me, and I would just want to, you know, make my energy contagious around the whole building. You talk to Mathis at all? Oh, yeah. We definitely have been texting. Uh, and uh before week one, we'll get together and break down some tackles. Yeah. Here we go. Who's, uh, uh, you don't give that away. What do you feel good about? You still working at things at 27? You still working on building more uh, more rushes, more game plan, more chess game maybe? What is? What do you think you continue to evolve at at this uh, stage? You know, one thing that Gus always talks about is you never got it. You know, when you say you got it, it's never true. So I always try to work on the little things, even the things that I'm still good at, the chop, the get off, things of that nature. I try to work on every little thing. And, um, when I'm done with this game, that's when I'll have it. But right now, I'm still I'm still trying to be a yeah. student of the game, still trying to learn and absorb things from all, all of my cultures. Beginner's mentality. I like it. But uh, obviously, uh, the Lions, one of their strengths is the offensive lines. Like, what what what's your thing? going When you go into a game, like, even joint practices, like, what do you get out of preseason? A lot of people in the media talk about how yes, we don't need it. We had the COVID year. We didn't really have it. What does a vet like you get out of preseason joint practices and maybe even the preseason games? Absolutely, Darius. You like you just treat it like a game week. You know what I mean? Uh, this is a perfect week to just prepare like it's week one, like it's a real game. Uh, I'm going against uh, Taylor Decker. We've been battling since I was at the University of Maryland. He was at Ohio State. So just you know, going back to you know even old tape back at Maryland to see what kind of things I did to defeat a set. His uh, hands. He's a low hand setter. Angle hey, you're setter. treating you're treating practice like that right now. You're absolutely. Back. Abs yeah, absolutely. This is preparation for week one. Man, I'm happy you're on our team. <laughs> I am happy. Now, we didn't get to see your side. You guys are down there, I think, with the Lions offense. You guys are down there. Okay. 
And this is not your team saying this. This is us saying it merely as spectators. Right. The Colts beat the fuck out of the Lions on this side. How'd you guys do down there? You did pretty good? I think we did really well. You know, especially that competition drill one-on-one period. Like, we, we showed up today as a defensive line. So did you guys get gassed up for today? Felt like Matt Ryan, I think he only had two incompletions the entire day. Felt okay. like everybody was going to get it. It felt like, was today being chatted about like, hey, let's go. Because Buffalo, the game, I mean, it wasn't fun, obviously, for anybody to watch. But you can't really get much out of it. Felt like not a lot of starters played. So what will the game be like differently? Today, though, it felt like there was a little bit of more of an energy. You guys treated it as such? Yeah? Oh, yeah, man. We've been battling each other as a team for like two and a half weeks now. So we, we're ready to just, you know, face another color jersey and be able to just, you know. Well, similar. Technically. Yeah, kind well, of. Uh, same scheme. Uh, it's a different blue. <laughs> and gray. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. Well, yeah. I can't wait to watch you this season. Appreciate you. Um, we got a sweet for the games. Okay. Not for free. Had to pay for it. <laughs> All right. A lot of money. Ooh, a lot of, yeah. A lot of money. It's right down next to uh, an end zone, though. Okay. Can't wait to see some sort of strip sat touchdown thing yeah. right in front of us. Can't wait to watch Appreciate you work now. Honestly, we are very lucky you're on the team. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us. Good luck the rest of the way. Yes, Ladies sir. and gentlemen, Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah. yeah. All right. As we kind of pivot forward here, uh, Yannick, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. What a badass. He's watching film for yeah. fucking yeah. joint practice. Oh. Darius, you never did that. Lazy ass. Because a man was arriving who just got done putting on a clinic here in Indiana at Indianapolis Coach Training Camp. Joint practice with the Detroit Lions. Hard Knocks here as well. Got a chance to see the NFL Films crew. We talked to Jim Irsay. We talked to Pac-Man Jones. Mm-hmm. Pittman Jr. got on the mic. That's right. Uh, uh, Hines. Yannick Ngakwe, Naeem Hines. And now joining us, the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. A man who I think had one incompletion. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Ryan. Yeah, What's up, boys? How are we doing? Hey, as you were coming over here, I said, I don't want to talk to you. Don't say anything. I'd like our natural first conversation to happen live on air. You were trying your best. You were saying a lot of things. You just fucking cooked that team. Yeah, hey, hey listen, I don't know what Hard Knocks is going to look like this week. You, That was awesome to watch, especially as a Colts fan, not knowing what to expect with this team. Watching a Buffalo game, it's hard to judge like who's playing, who's not playing. I don't think Jonathan Taylor was getting a lot of rub, so that changes the team completely. You guys looked unbelievable out there. Now it's just practice, all the bullshit you're going to say. Of course. But that had to feel really, really good, Matt. Honestly, that was awesome to watch. Yeah, no, it was a good day. Good day. Obviously, I got enough space here. Am I good? Well, the table. I the mean, this is a whole thing. Let me get a little No, I thought it was good. And obviously, you know, we'll watch the film and I'll say all the stuff we're supposed to say. But it, it felt um, felt like us. You know, it felt like what it should be. And uh, we got a long way to go for sure. But stuff like today is encouraging, you know, and um, where you see guys making plays. We saw a lot of press man coverage, which is good, really good work for us. And seeing different looks in the, in the back end and making the adjustments we need to make in the pass game, I thought it was, you know, pretty sharp. And hopefully we can build on it and be better tomorrow. You're not going to be better tomorrow. I honestly, I'm not 100% sure. And we just talked to Unique, and he was talking about, because we said all we saw was down here. We didn't get to see yeah. the yeah. defense. We said, how to go down there? And he was like, yeah, I felt pretty good today. Our defense felt good. <laughs> so you guys had this, and he said, we've been hitting the same people for two and a half weeks. It, the energy felt very real out there for you guys. Is and Now, I don't know who's setting the tone, who's setting the standard, but was this treated differently, obviously, than most practices? And did you guys know, like, hey, we can get a chance to get a look at what we might look like this season right now today? Yeah, it's different. I mean, you know it. Haven't yes. been through it. Like, it, it gets – I don't want to say it gets old going against the same guys every day, but 
Like they know your stuff, you yeah. know them. Yeah. They're looking at the same route combinations every day. You're looking at the same coverages every day. And so when you go in, you start to see some different things and uh, see some different coverages, work some of the concepts we're trying to work, maybe not against the coverages we're you know, trying to work them again. They look better. Yeah. You know, and they actually when work. When the defense doesn't yeah, know. They, yeah. they actually work, right? And so uh, it makes a big difference. Um, so for my – I always like this kind of stuff, uh, to be honest with you, because I do think – you know, you mentioned – I think there's a different energy, you know, level to it. Guys can say whatever they want, but, you know, you, you can feel it. You can feel it out there. There's a level of intensity that ratchets up. And um, I thought we did a nice job of it, and uh, we got to do it again tomorrow. It was awesome. Yeah, dominant, dominant day. But uh, I'm not even going to talk about today or even the coach. I'm going to talk about kind of young quarterbacks and kind of how they're thrust and a lot is put on their plate and they're judged so early. I feel like when you came to the league, you guys were given a little more time to develop before you became those guys. What is it uh, like? What's the toughest thing for a young quarterback that's so much put on their plate coming into the league? What's the toughest adjustment? Yeah, it's um, it is. You're, you're right. I think it is different now. I think the the level of expectation for guys coming in is social media. Yeah, one hundred percent. I had a flip phone. You know, I had a flip phone my first year, yeah. so you didn't have to open up. You know. After practice, stinks. see every and hear how bad, how yeah. shitty you practiced that you know that day. Uh, so there was, there was more of a grace period. I think, I think I was like AP Rookie of the Year, um, and I had like 16 touchdowns and and 11 picks. Yeah, you know, so it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's just the expectation yeah. uh, for for you know guys coming in is different. Um, and at that time, you know, I remember being a rookie. It was a lot about should we even play this guy? You know, should we just sit him? Should should we let him gain experience? Uh, learn, you know, how to be a pro. And, and really now it's just not that way. You yeah. Know, you get drafted, you're going, man. Yeah. You're going in. And um, I think it's it's tough on these young guys. Um, I think the hardest part, you know, I think you catch up to the pass game pretty quickly. Like you get adjusted to how fast wide receivers are and how fast DBs are. What What's different is pass rush. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, I mean, I don't even know how to exploit like the. Wait, the, you scared? A little antsy? A little dancy? It's just so much faster than college, clock, you know, the clock, like the, yeah. clock the, the timing of, of how you get it out. Oh, you at BC, too, you just take your time. And throw oh, it. yeah. No doubt, man. Yeah, I, had yeah. good, I had good offensive lines at BC, mm-hmm. um, so it was different, you know, and, and you get to the league and it's just pass rush games, the, the amount of blitzes that you're having to pick up, um, what they're asking you to do in pass protection. That part is just, it's so different and yeah. um, it takes time, you know, recognizing where blitzes are coming from, understanding like, I was always shocked. They kept talking about the fronts we were getting and how it tied into the back end. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. You know, like, I, I can't process all this information, you know, as a young player. And the longer you play, the more you start to tie all those things together, and it helps out. At what point was it for you? Uh, like, was it, like, third season, fourth? Like, because now you t- now at that point, you kind of, it's kind of everybody's kind of doing the same thing, just in different ways. Like, yeah, what, for sure. For I think it was a third season. You know, I, I felt like that second season for me, I was probably a little cocky, like, oh, yeah, I got it now. You know, I know what I'm looking at. And then, boom, you know, yeah. you start getting hit with different stuff. So you go through that period of, of like, you're learning, then you think you know, then you realize you actually don't know, and you kind of grind through that part. And then you get to a place where, all right, I've got, you know, a pretty good feel for uh, how it's shaking out. But defenses, i got to be honest with you, defenses have evolved, you know, a lot um, from when I first got into the league to now. Yeah, and that's the amount of rules are so soft now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would see a lot more of that when I like you wouldn't get as much exotic stuff in the fronts, Exotics. and you would just get these guys just getting collisioned on the outside yeah. uh, and reroute it, and you'd be like, 
it's got to be a penalty. Like that, that can't be legal. But <laughs> that that has changed now, which is good. And now I think you see more stuff up front that you have to adjust for. What year is this for you? Fifteen. Woo, okay, God damn. Congratulations. Yeah, not nice. easy. Not easy at all. Doesn't matter how much time you had at Boston College. I mean, fifteen years is tough. Uh, but you get like another chance to prove yourself. It feels like, right? And we talked about this whenever you came into our office and brought us beer. What? Which was awesome. Yeah, Don't today. Sorry, boys. Well, yeah, what the camp? Yeah, you know. It is keeping camp. it dry. We're, we're, we're camp camp right camp. now, right? Going after yeah, Super Bowl. Look, water, coffee, what? Gatorade. What? I'm trying to stay hydrated as well. I'm happy you didn't bring you brujas. <laughs> but this is a new challenge. Um, like a day like today or any success that you have is a new success with a new team. Has there been any difficulties picking up a new offense because i know we chatted about it and terminology was going to be the thing but you're old now you're with one uh one particular place for so long new place any any kind of hurdles of getting adjusted and you know kind of acclimated to the indianapolis Colts, or has it been kind of a smooth transition no there's i mean there's different things there's different hurdles that that you have to go through for me one of the to be honest with you one of the the biggest things is we have like uh different terminology in our pass protection and so it's funny how your brain works right like Buffalo, you get out were you there, fucking up? uh no i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't screw anybody up in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, i had like 15 plays so yeah. you know small sample size i watched them but but yeah but one of the things today, one of the things that's hard is is you start getting these overload pressures and you want to get like four guys going one way or something and you might have called it one thing for like 14 years, yeah. and there's like that click where it's like, ah, what, is it, what do we call that? You know, like, is it a Ram? Is it a Ron? Is it Ringo? Is it Ralph? It's one of them. And so if I call the R word, just go to the right. You know, it's, it's, it's like one of those things. That's probably been the thing where the last couple of weeks it started to seep in, um, where you're just, and, and you, you can study it all you want until you're out there doing it where it's like, it's got to be now. Yeah. You don't have time. Um, you know, it, it just, it just, that's why you need this time. You know, that's why this time is so invaluable that it becomes automatic in like one second. You know, you just know, you don't know how you know it, but you just made the call and it's yeah. out and, and you're playing ball. Yeah. And not thinking, right. That's when you think you die. Rooster said that. No, <laughs> that's right. No. Maverick said that to Rooster. To Rooster. And, Rooster. And, and Rooster stopped thinking at the end. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? Didn't die. I haven't mm. seen the new one. Oh, you have to. Matt, Bobby Carpenter would be disgusted. Stop been, golfing. I've been grinding. I've been watching film. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Just, yeah of course. It. Two that's a days. Proper. Uh, this camp compared to any uh, any other camps? Different? Same? Similar? I feel like so. I came in in 2008. So 2008, 2009, 2010 were before the CBA changes. Mm, yeah, we were still and like. <laughs> These guys are like, oh, we're grinding. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, I think we're putting in good work. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, grinding's a different deal. Uh, it's been good. You know, Frank. Frank's really good about uh, taking care of the guys, setting an expectation for when it's time to work, we have to go to work. Uh, but he's also, you know, going to give you time to recover and do those things. So I think it's been great. He, his first year as head coach here, Philip Rivers, quarterback he knew very well from the Chargers days. Second year here. Uh, Carson Wentz, guy he knew from Philadelphia days, a lot of success together. You're the first quarterback that hasn't come directly from a Frank Reich tree. How's the relationship been with Frank Reich? Because he's play caller, head coach, making decisions, former quarterback. I assume you two just get along. But how is that relationship going with the head coach? That's it's been awesome. You know, I, I've really enjoyed working with him. Um, you know, I think his experience. 
I think it's a really cool spot where he has this wealth of knowledge of doing it with different guys, and I have kind of this wealth of knowledge of maybe doing it a different way um, in certain things. And peers, you guys talking to each other like peers more? Uh, Do, you don't have listen. Like I understand the pecking order. I, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, under, you, you know, you, you guys are in the yeah. building. You yes. know, there's there's that pecking order, and there's just a level of respect. Um, that the head coach gets, and Frank has earned it. You know, the way he does it, the guys uh, show him a high level of respect. So I understand that. But I think he's welcomed collaboration. You know, he's, he's really been open to that and open to my input, and, um, you know, I think it's been awesome. How much input do you have on today? Because <laughs> was that a lot or unbelievable? I don't know, you know. It was so, did you hear me just yelling over here? I, I, I did not. Honestly, yeah, did you or not? I, I did not. I did not. I didn't okay, hear you guys. You got to be louder. No, no, no. <laughs> Different zone. Bro, yeah. we went to a commercial. I got these things in, obviously. We go to a commercial <laughs> break. I take this out. I walk out. I'm like, oh, nobody's making noise right now. We were just going, another completion. <laughs> I think it was hard because everybody was going crazy when you came out. Like, all the fans. And so, like, that's the part I could hear. So, like, I feel like every time you came out of a little tent right here, that the, the, the stands were going nuts up hey, there. So. Uh, we got a suite at the game. Oh, we do. That'll what be. section? Where are you at? So, like, We're from right. our side, I don't even know the stadium, really. So. Okay, so I think from your sideline, we'll be to the right in the back of the end zone. Okay. On the ground, though, on yep. the field. You showed a little wiggle today. You showed a little wiggle, a little run. I think you even threw one across your body. Mm -hmm. How's the body feel? Feel athletic right now? You look athletic out there. Yeah, body's good. You know, I, I've always felt like, um, by, by no means am I like a running quarterback, but I've always felt like I've done a good job throughout my career, Survive. probably better than people, you know, maybe give me credit for, of extending plays, getting outside the pocket, you know, being able to to do some of those things where you stay on the move. And um, I'm actually, I actually throw pretty well on the run. Yeah, so. yeah, you were, you're actually kind yeah. of athletic. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Go ahead, Ty, your question for Matt Ryan. Matt, you talking about like the social media, we've seen a lot of Alec Pierce looking really good out here. When And when you have all these new guys, how much time does it take for you to build that rapport and trust with a new receiving core? And also, like, does it even matter because you know that once the season starts, like, you're going to have to re rely on those guys no matter what? Yeah, well, I think it does matter. You know, I, I think the time that you you put in now and the work that you put in now if it's done right like if you're intentional about how you do it i think that stuff pays dividends as you go throughout the year um so i, I you know i i think it matters um and i spend a lot of time with them i i think every guy is different you know and so it might be a little more time spent with alec uh it might be you know a little less time with Pitt where he has more experience on some of the stuff you're doing and, and you've seen a couple of the routes versus certain yeah. leverages, certain coverages that he you're looks like, good. yeah, I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah. You know, like I'm good with that. Just keep doing it that way. Um, so it's different for each guy. I've always been, I don't think there's a one size fits all approach to it. Like you have to, you have to adapt to the guys around you. Each guy isn't wired the same way. You've got to adjust to, to the needs of, of other guys. And, um, we, we have a, a really good group, a group that's willing to work, but all of them are different, and so you got to work with them in a different way. Hey, can we try not to just give this to the other team every single play this year? <laughs> this one right here. Yeah, that right one. Not, not only that one, Come but on. like the ones. That was kind of a fumble to start. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's fucking grab a hold of that ball, and let's go ahead and hang on to it forever. Yeah, I'm good. 251, Colts 251. I'm hey, good with it. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, man. You've been nothing but a professional, not only with us, but in Indianapolis. All reports are that you're just the man. Uh, we can't wait to watch, man. This team's ready to go. Jim Irsay talked earlier. He's like, 
Matt Ryan feels like he's been on the same path chasing that Lombardi as us. And now that we're together, we're doing it. Do you feel the synergy? I think you should. Like, do you feel welcomed here in Indy? You should. Yeah, Everybody no, loves you. There's no question. Um, it's been awesome. I did, I did a, this is like a shameless plug, but I did, I did a, um, like a signing for the Toyota dealership that I'm doing some stuff with here. And I went out for the oh, first time. Look at you, oh, man. Shit. Get a Camry for the guy. Yeah, 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 there you new go. one. Yeah, but okay, anyhow, I went out and did the signing over in Muncie, Indiana. And I was supposed to be there for like an hour and a half or whatever. And the turnout was unbelievable. And so I do feel the love, you know. And, and uh, obviously with that comes a lot of responsibility. So we're going to work our asses off to, to try and get it done. But we feel really good about where we're at. I'm happy you're not just boozing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ladies what? and gentlemen, Matt Ryan. Thank you, buddy. Yay! Thank you so much, man. Woo! I'll keep that ball, yeah. Yeah, we just stole it. Tom Diggs just grabbed it. Hey, have a great camp, man. Today was awesome. Appreciate you. All right, we're wrapping up our day here at Coach Training Camp. Um, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Uh huh. Everybody talking about him is like, hey, good luck out there, dude. I'm about to sing your praises, so please. Everybody talking about him. Equipment managers, trainers, teammates, coaches, owner of everybody's like. Feels like we got a Peyton back in the room. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, and Peyton's obviously one of one. But yeah. a guy who's going 15 years in the NFL at a high level is also one of one. And I think Matt Ryan can really change his entire legacy with this team here. Those young guys, though, I mean, the weapons—if they perform like they did today forever, they'll be fine. Hey, this team's going to be something. Yeah. This team's going to be something, man. With, I, I honestly believe that. With the O line, like probably the best O line he's ever had, especially with Quentin Nelson, probably the best running back he's ever had, probably the best. Defense he's ever Hold on, had. remember, didn't we say this to him? We said this best roster, and he ran through one yeah. of the rosters they had. Yeah, the, the Falcons the won the Super, went to the Bowl Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, they were very good, Julio too. Julio mm-hmm. Franks, I think, was the... No, no, I forget who. He ran through that offense. Sanu. I think... Uh, was Harry short, Douglas still eight, there? 18. Yeah, Dave maybe. I don't know. He rattled off the team. He was like, oh, I've been on some... He didn't want us to bury his previous yeah, teammates, right. I think, but he listed off. But this team as a whole, and Jim Irsay started that. He's like, our special teams are mm-hmm. top-notch. Our offensive line, top-notch. Our running back, top-notch. Our defense, top-notch. It's like all the pieces are there. Now Carson is almost, going to go have... Almost ki- all the pieces. You got a big question mark in that. Wide receiver? Not, right? not today. today, yeah. Hey, you see the same? Is that hoodie covering your face? A lot of question marks. <laughs> What's going on? A lot of question marks. But, you know, you got the right guy at quarterback. Obviously, you got the right O-line. You got Reggie Wayne in the meeting room with those guys. So this training camp, this preseason, is going to be very, very critical uh, for those guys. They got to learn on the fly. I think I'm going to take away from the day. If ifs were fifths. We'd all, we all be, be drunk. drunk. That's right. Yeah. A lot of ifs in that uh, wide receiver room. Yeah. A lot of Colts coverage today. I guess people watched it earlier. That's hilarious. I have no idea why you did that. Shout out to Randy and Harlan doing a great job. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. Pistol Pete and the crew for setting this entire thing up. You guys are the best. Uh, this has been a blast. Thank you to the Colts for the hospitality. We missed out on MCDs. That is something we're going to look back on and be bummed about. Yeah, for sure. going to be tough. Going to have to you know, really think about that one later on. <laughs> yeah, because Jim was right here. What were we supposed to do? Yeah, we, oh, I mean. Better. He's telling a story about, yeah. I think, Ali, Foreman, and Jim yeah. Brown. And when you look at it, too, as a whole, at the time the Ursay interview ended was exactly when, you know, MCDC was supposed to be on. So whoever ended practice early is who we should have a gripe with. Matt Ryan's fault. It was, yeah. Is yeah. that Matt Ryan's controlling it? 
Spit this grip up. You gotta be shitting me. This Could you imagine getting those two together, though? If MCDC comes over here while Mr. Mercedes on. <laughs> Man, you ever thought about buying Lars Ulrich's guitar from Metallica? <laughs> Hell yeah. Probably a lot cheaper than John Lennon, man. How about him saying, I got into a collectible and they go Monet in the back or they got John Lennon's piano. I don't know anything about Monet. He <laughs> got an extra couple hundred million, he said. He is what everybody would hope to be if they became a billionaire. Yeah. He, he literally, no joke, we did not see it. He probably gave away... Yeah, he's just chilling back. He's about to cut a promo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, Guy's cutting a promo. He's going to be the last one off the field. He probably gave every human that came out of here a hundo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just me. Jim! Hey, dude. Oh, hey, thanks for coming, brother. <laughs> and that, like, keeps him out of the combos, I think. Yeah. It's like a great tactic, actually. Oh, yeah. But also, fucking hundred bucks. Yeah. I've seen him show up at training camp on his golf cart and, like, hundreds be, like, blowing out of the golf cart like a movie because mm-hmm. he's tracking them down. I was trying to hand them out. He's got Gorman over there chasing yeah. Benjamins mm-hmm. around. Gorman, brother. <laughs> Somebody's rent just fell off the golf cart. Please go get that. There were like 10,000 people here. <laughs> it was packed. Look yeah, there's yeah. a ton of people of here. Afternoon on a Wednesday. Fuck work. Hammer and beers. Let's go watch the Indianapolis Colts demolish the Detroit Lions. I think that'll be the story of the day. Uh, we can't thank everybody enough for watching. Darius, favorite thing that happened today, quick? Michael Pittman entering the scene live after a 40-yard completion. That was awesome. Favorite thing. And then starting to fight two plays later. Yep, yeah. loved it. Dog. Pittman, Dog. By the way, when he told Carson Wentz you can't get my number, we should have known at, the, uh-huh. at that time. Yeah. Okay, Pittman's around to do some stuff. Yeah. Loved what he did. At Boston Connor, favorite thing that happened today? Uh, probably just watching the Lions still be the Lions. I'm pumped about that. I like when things stay the same. Well, the Patriots are very new, aren't they? Well, I don't know. What Matt Ryan said made me feel great about the Patriots. Defense is watching the offense do the same thing every day. Of course, they're going to know what's going on. Good point. Ty? just feels different with Matt Ryan. You know, you'd rather have a guy who's going to go out and play golf after practice than go hunt mallards. That's how you know. Amen. Special on Ballcat. That's mm-hmm. right. Zito production has been complete. Thank you for the guys in the back. Thank you to the boys that traveled up here. Thank you to Tone Diggs for being on the sideline. Hey, baby, Tony. Tony did really well. I don't think there's a Hammer Don episode today, but we'll get back on that tomorrow. Uh, as we go back into the studio, let's remember some things from today. All right. Colts are a fucking team. There's a lot of time left for the Lions to figure it out. Hard Knocks next week should be electrifying with highlights from our Colts squad. I can't wait to see how MCDC reacts to it privately. But Chris Mad Dog Russo is on the other side of this six-minute break. He'll be better than us. We're back in 21 hours. Bye. Hit it. Right on. That's Chris. Nice. This ball, this ball is real hard. This feels like a jugs ball here. This feels like a jugs ball. Brand new boy. You running routes out there or what? I think we should go hit some balls. I don't know if I'll be able to punt it and see what the knee does. That's a heavy, very inflated ball. That ball would bust my knee in half. I I don't know, Randy. We're still live on YouTube. We could be done, done. Tone, why don't you come sit in here real quick and give us your breakdown of practice? We were planning on using a lot more tone. Tone. Mike. Sorry we weren't able to get to your technical difficulties. That's okay. Tony, technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you learn from practice? You were out there like seven feet closer than us. I watched a lot of practice today. You did get to see a lot of reps? The the Colts' ones wide receivers were a lot better than the Lions' ones D-backs. Uh-oh, good for the Packers. When they went to twos and threes, the Lions actually held their own pretty well, which is fine. That's not going to happen. They're not going to play during the regular season. Uh... And interior, the Lions held up a little better than I thought. But once Matt Ryan was slinging the ball, he couldn't be stopped. He was really good today. And the Colts are very tall. And Naeem Hines, when we were doing running back drills here, 
he was in the back of the line, and then when he would do his rep, he would go stand with the wideouts. He wants that man wants to be a wideout. Oh, is that breaking news? I'm just saying he doesn't want to be a running back. Well, I don't know how many individual periods you want to do anyways, right? Isn't that kind of true? <laughs> Indy can get a little windy. Well, it, it, it was JT and Philip Lindsay, and then obviously at the front, and Naomi was at the back, and then he would just go hang out with the wideouts. He, he wants to be a wideout. He's going to catch 100 balls this year. Okay. There's Tone Diggs with a uh, prediction for the season. Anything else, Tone, that you noticed today? How about Jack Fox murdering football? Jack Fox can fucking ball and ball. So can Rigo, though. Yeah. yeah, and the grass is super nice here. That's what I took away. I'm going to go home and probably fucking try to mimic that. <laughs> Well, you spray some... Uh... I don't know what they do. I need to talk to somebody. Well, the guy's name is uh, Troy. He's retiring after this year. He's fucking legend. Terrible at cornhole. He's actually well, a good cornhole player. Sense. <laughs> He's good. He's good around his friends. He accidentally came into the locker room one time when I was in there running his little Indiana uh, small town mouth. Can't do that. <laughs> Had to send his ass back to the fucking mower. Mm-hmm. On down, but he is... He does a good job. He's here. been a legend around here Can for a long time. Third of? What's that? Can we give him the third of? Hey, Jim. I mean, he's retiring. All right, Jim. All right, Jim. Hey, baby, Jeff. Hey, baby, Gorm. Jeff Gorman living his best life. I do have a hilarious <laughs> story, but I don't know if I could tell that happened at practice. I don't know if I, I should say it on air or off air. Well, you just said that because you want to tell the story. Yeah, and because he's my friend's okay. hardline. Yeah, because yeah. you know yeah. that you should. Yeah, that's okay. exactly what that is. It's is about, about Randy? It's about Tex. Okay, let's talk about Tex. Okay. Texas. Texas is the man that was driving Jim Mercer's golf. Okay. So he drove Jim up right here. Text another guy, we'll fuck you up. Yeah. This is yeah. Like, right? Yeah. This yeah. is a security detail for NFL teams. Detroit Lions press conferences are happening right <laughs> on the other side of this wall. Uh, someone was, Rodrigo was getting interviewed. Jared Goff comes over and is, is waiting for his turn. Sits on Jim's golf cart. Text goes, this guy's just sitting on my fucking boss's golf cart. What do I do here? Yeah. What did he do? He didn't do anything. Oh, wow. Oh. Hey, congrats to Tech showing restraint. Yeah. That's not what I thought. He's JG Alpha? He wanted to. So, Jared Goff, dog. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Jim, sorry Not about scared. it. This looks like the most comfortable golf cart there is. <laughs> Respect that. All right, so maybe there's a little beef tomorrow. It could be. We'll see how the practice goes. Yeah. I don't know if we should do this two days in a row. Are we back? Was that the plan? I don't know. I think it's. I don't think it was ever planned. If we really wanted to, I think we could. I guess all the gear's out here already, right? Yeah, but Pistol's probably got another gig anyways. I don't think we should do this again. <laughs> it was it was hard not just to be, oh, yeah. whoa, holy shit. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible show. Look at that fun, ball. Good, good change of pace. Yeah. Hey, Darius, thanks for joining us up I here. I appreciate you for having me. It was a lot of fun. I cannot believe you didn't take that hoodie off at any no. point. No, no. or the sweat. Not even roll up the sleeve. I think, well, I think you got a pituitary good, gland man. problem. I think you got a pituitary gland problem. Big what, time. A pituitary gland? Like sweating? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I all right. Have you ever sweated? I live in South Florida, so if, so I, if, I'm, if I'm a sweat, I'm a sweat. You see, Pac-Man, I, I mean, Pac-Man was, he had shorts on. Yeah, yeah. he was Sweat. hanging out. Matty Ice, he came over here with a hoodie on. Yeah, he's going to meetings. So yeah, and his nickname's Ice. Come on. Yeah. What are we talking about? Bam. Guys, well sad. Point. All right, that's the show. Thank you all so much. Use hashtag PMS Live at camp. I think the one contest was how long Jim Mercy would be on. Obviously, somebody kept track of that. Yeah. 22 minutes, I think, around there. No. Don't no, give out an answer. Was not <laughs> don't give out an answer. <laughs> Something like that, though. Felt like it. I, maybe right. 24. Uh, should we do a send-off here uh, contest? Since the Ursa thing, use hashtag PMS live at camp. Uh, put your cash tag in there. And tell them, Tony. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> tell them, Tony. Okay. Ten winners, $500. Okay. Ten. Jeez, Whoa. giving away a lot of money. How much money are we giving away for the Ursa thing? Not to mention the poopy pants one yesterday. Yeah, how many How oh, many are we giving? About that, that was yesterday. Four we were giving away yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So how many are we giving away for the Ursa, Tone? 
No, you're just giving away Ten money. Ten winners, $500. That's for the Ursae thing or for this no, thing? Five winners, 500 for both. Nah, do five if there is five that predicted the right, Ursae thing. Say. And then we'll do five, five for this there particular it is. One. There we go. You did right. You did good. And what's this one, Tone? Let's see how far Bruce can throw a football. All right. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So, what's the over-under? Can't do it. Now, hold on. We, we can't show it. Yeah, it can't yeah, be on air. It's got to be a guess. We're going to have to post this tomorrow. Yes, right? okay. yes. Bruce Brown, will you please show your face? This guy works at Quill's Coffee on the... <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time. This King is, of Quill's. This is Bruce Brown right here. He writes the ad reads. He's got a great mustache. Obviously, he's from the Northeast. A little bit of a yup, but we need that in our operation. Cool guy. Um... Took a seven-week trip to Croatia nice. just a uh-huh. couple weeks ago. Yeah. Incredibly hardworking guy. Take one look at this guy. Guess how many yards he will be able to huck a football. We will record that and post the answer tomorrow. Five winners, 500 bucks, whoever gets the right yardage. Is yeah. he throwing it post-show or is he throwing it now but we can just show him throwing? No, no, no. Post-show. Post, 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 yeah, he is a Giants fan, so just take that into account, too. Yeah, Daniel Jones, yeah, very bright the whole time. Had sunglasses on, we'll say, yeah. But needed because it couldn't see me earlier. Because the tent. Yeah. yeah. And the sun. Yeah. What? I think I got sunburn out there. <laughs> all right. Well, you're all black outfit coming out. Oh, we were outside. And also, like, we should have known. We went to you early a lot. And then once the tech things, we yeah. stopped. Kind of just, yeah. I mean, there wasn't even a thought of going to you numerous different times. I don't want to say you wasted your time out there, but. No, I enjoyed watching wait. practice. I learned no. a lot. Yeah, you ran. I mean. The clip of you fucking Worth breaking that. Yeah, thing. what a day for it's you. Perfect. Jonathan Taylor didn't, didn't break do it. that. I didn't see him go through it. Oh, he didn't go through it. I don't think he could. Huh? Wow. <laughs> All right. How far will Bruce throw it? Use hashtag PMS Live at camp. Put your guess in. Put your cash tag in. Five winners, five hundred bucks. Five winners, five hundred bucks earlier for how long Ursay's con- uh, conversation was. We can't think enough. We're back in the studio tomorrow. Thank you to everybody that made this possible. Thank you to all our guests. Goodbye. Have a great one.